This episode of Champ of the Tramp is brought to you by none other than Corona Seltzer. Take a good look at that. That is the Blackberry Lime. There is no better beverage than that. It's fully endorsed by the Champ and the Tramp down here in the podcast room, and we sip on nothing but, and we really do truly enjoy it. Yeah, I, I really do like this Corona Seltzer. Uh, hits a spot every time. Perfect for champions and trampians. Bring in the new year of Corona Seltzer. You know where you're going to. And it's it, it's light. You can drink it even on your diet, pal. Yeah, I can. I mean, I'm trying to keep it cool, but we'll have a little sip. <laughs> Bring in the new year, guys. Corona Seltzer. Find it at your liquor stores today. Still, like for me, you know, like I'm I'm a guy mentoring this kid at the time. We know we just broke the law, yeah, yeah. you know, and 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 to watch him fall out of the plane. So at first you're like, oh shit, he he's really doing this, you know. Uh-huh. But then I'm like a skydiver that I'm allowed to chase him now, yeah, yeah. you know. So he goes, and I'm like. Whoosh. And then all of a sudden to fly up and he's like, ah, he didn't see me at first. I come up on yeah. him and his eyes, when he caught my eyes, he was like, ah! <laughs> and it was just such a moment, you know, in our friendship. It was wild. That's wild. Amazing. Great yeah. experiences. Real show. Here we go. Real show. Here we go. You know that it's got to be that time. So this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance. Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Champ and a Tramp. I have a very special guest, my uh, my mentor, my f- best, one of my best friends, uh, my coach, uh, someone I lean on, someone that's uh, been following my fight career my whole life. Uh, I think I said his name already. I'll say it again. Yeah. Steve Rivera. And um, Steve literally was my first wrestling coach, I think, in, in seventh, eighth grade. And, uh, you know, been together ever since. And, you know, I was in my wedding. It's um, been a long, crazy trip. His, uh, his, <clears throat> his son is uh, a stud wrestler at Rutgers University, formerly Northwestern. Um, watching him come up, I, his family's so close. You know, uh, you guys are family. I mean, you're here at all the holidays and everything. So, Steve, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, it's always a pleasure. And to I hang also out with you guys. wait, and I also just wanted someone. A little bit shorter than me from when we take the picture at the end. But Roger, I'm not the only fucking guy looking like a, like a little guy. guy. All right. Well, that's fair enough. I'll take that invite, you know? What is, 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 and listen, is and then Steve, beat? I don't know. I don't compete with him in Delafob over this subject, you know? When you're below 5'6", it really it doesn't matter under there. These guys are fighting for 5'6". Hey, hey. Every, every little bit counts. Like you every said, it don't count. matter when you're on your back on the mat, though, right? No matter how tall you are. And I could, I've, I've been on my back underneath both of these guys on the mat. Oh, have you? Yeah, you remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Steve. Um, Steve's been. Uh, well, Steve, you have a tech company, right? WRCA, which yeah. is a tech company, family business, family huh? business. You kind of you and your father, your father started it, and you you know, took it over, took it over uh, throughout the years. Um, and you've had Elite Wrestling, which was the club that I went to. I think he started in 92. Yeah, but you would be like one of the originators. Yeah, one of the originators, for sure. For sure, one of the originators. Uh, 90 what, four? Yeah, 93. 93. And I always think of like your dad being like the first, because at the time, let's be honest, there was like all those other guys out there, Hammer and, you know, like legendary people, the Monacos, doing what they're doing. And then your dad's busy schedule just didn't allow him to drive you all the way up there for those (laughs) hours. And he believed in me, and he's like, Steve, I'll pay you what I was going to pay to go all the way up there. 
and 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 here we well, are. So, oh, so Frankie was legit like your first guy. He's like one of the legit. I had contracts with the town in the other time uh, before, and even in Connecticut, my yeah. elite wrestling was they were town related contracts. Oh, you I know? didn't even know you lived in Connecticut. No yeah, I, I was uh, doing. I was trying to see if I wanted to be like a college coach. I was at Central Connecticut your State University. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's my neck of the woods. Yeah, it's awesome. Not, it was, not really. Not, not really, not but humane, but it's nice up there. Though. Yeah. It's different than here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Connecticut. Yeah. What what part of Connecticut? I was not, in Glastonbury. Not, I've heard of Glastonbury. Yeah, it's not. a nice little small old town. I lived yep. in a second uh a uh, second floor apartment on top of like an old eighteen hundred house. Yeah. And it was a cool experience there. You know, just checking out life, trying to see what I was gonna do. That's I thought, awesome. you know, I was trying to see. How if old I, would you have been when you were up there? Oh, right after school, I was like twenty. So when did this? When did this? Oh. I grad. I came back down here. I was like twenty. Crazy long, wild skydiving career that you had. That I hear. So when was that? After you came back? After I came back. Okay. Yeah. As soon as I when I came back here, I started working with my family and uh, creating time and 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 I was wrestling though, you know. Yeah. But I was like kind of fitting it all in. And those early days when you don't have a wife and kids, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a you year, can do it all, yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, so it was back then that I was able to get a lot of skydives, and then I met my wife there, you know? And, uh, uh, yeah, like, I... I didn't know you guys met there. Okay. Met there. I'm I, learning I, a lot. I have, like, a thousand skydives. I was for real, like, trying yeah. to do it. We thought we were going to get Jesse's, Jesse. like, your biggest fan, man. He talks about you all the time. Yeah, and... and it, what like, a, you know Steve is, like, on the wall down there. <laughs> what was the name of the group you used to fly with? Jesse... The, 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 there was a whole bunch, but I, I feel like the... Uh, the the monkey claw guys yes, and yes, stuff like that. Yes, that's who he talks about. The monkey claw guys, Glenn yeah, and all yeah. of them, and now Bert's still over there. So I mean, it was an amazing time to be part of Cross Keys at the time. It was when skydiving was very big, and uh, the X Games had it in there. Yeah. Remember when they were showing it to the general yeah. public? Yeah, that was amazing. And then for us to go there on so, Saturday, I'm gonna pressure him. I don't know if he'll <laughs> tell it or not. Sometimes he gets a little shy. You guys. He gets a little <laughs> shy, but. Frankie has the most epic story about going skydiving yeah. with you, man. Can you tell it? When you, yeah, when, when, yeah, 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 definitely tell it. Uh, it's fucking, <laughs> this is amazing. Now, listen, I'm I'm a senior in high school. Steve, so I'm, I'm I just turned. I think I just turned. It was actually I just turned 18. Yeah. This is no, no, no. I wasn't. I, I wasn't 18 yet. So it was because it was yeah, it was like September. I remember I wasn't 18. Yet. I was about to turn 18. I had a, so I was 17. <clears throat> How old were you at the time? It'd be 26. Yeah, 25. Right 17? No, you're probably about almost 30 at this point now. Oh, yeah. I'm 13. Right, I'm 12 right. years older yeah, than you. So wait, what are you saying? Like you 17. Are, and you are underage when we go there because you use it. Yeah. Right, I use. So, cousin's or, ID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he picks me up. I use my, my cousin's ID. Who's twice the size of you, but yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. He's like the short, but he's as wide yeah. he's as yeah, wide yeah, as yeah, he is yeah, tall. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. 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 He's real smart, too. It's kind of <laughs> like you, Raj. And uh, so, so I use a fake ID. And back then, you were allowed to jump. Without, without being tandem I can't for your first that. time. I cannot believe it. But you that. had to take a class, like a whole all day class, like literally like a six hour class. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I was a brass young man. And, uh, you know, I'm like, fuck that. I'll do this myself. And I was like, in my, in my mind, I really thought, like, I don't know this guy. Yeah. What if he's having a fucking bad day? And he's like, hey, listen, I'm taking this fucking little kid with me. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, I'm going to do it myself. That happened, by the way. I'll tell yeah, that story exactly. later. But that happened. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it could happen. You never know, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do the class. So I take this whole class. I'm with a whole bunch of older people. Like, oh, I mean, I'm fucking 17. I'm supposed to be 21. <laughs> and uh, I'm going with a bunch of older people. They're fucking doing the whole class there. And, I, and we're about to jump. You know, literally six hours go my Steve's jumping the whole day. 
right? The whole day with with his monkey 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 claw monkey, monkey, monkey wrench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, and I was more of a, like my own. Like during the day there, sometimes I would be packing people. Sometimes I was doing videos. Sometimes I was just like enjoying a day at the drop zone and just going up there and watching people have a good time and then get my own dives out with my friends. So it's just amazing when you have your own friends down there actually there. You're checking in on them as right. you're going, you know? Yeah. Right. So we're already having a good day, yeah. you know? So I'm taking a class. I'm coachable as fuck. I, I am, you know, obviously, right? So I'm doing a class. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm killing this, you know? I'm like, got it all down. So then they're like, uh, they go check the wind and the wind was way too much. They were like, listen, it's too dangerous. You could either go tandem right now or you could wait till tomorrow morning, and we'll go in the morning early and, and do that. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm not going fucking tandem. I told you, I was like, I took that fucking six hour class. I was <laughs> wait till tomorrow. Then. So all the everyone else in the class said, fuck it, they couldn't stay. They, we were staying overnight anyway, so yeah. I'm like, fuck it, they couldn't stay. They're like, they went tandem, dude. Most everyone got off. Like, oh my bro, dude, you shouldn't fuck. I think you should go tandem, bro. You should go tandem. Don't don't go by yourself. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going. And Staying overnight like a bunch of hippies. Yeah, uh, not, oh, not in, in like in, a hotel. In a, no, in a yeah. fucking tent. <laughs> yeah. In a fucking tent, I slept with a dog all over me. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So listen, this is part of the story. So that night, I go out with Steve and I think the the owner of the drop zone. We go out, and shit. yeah, and the and crew, again, and yeah, and everybody. And I'm fucking seventeen. All right, I probably weigh 150 pounds. Well, I'm yeah. just what I weigh right now, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 135 pounds. And uh, <clears throat> we go out, we fucking start drinking. I again, I had an ID, 21 year old ID. I'm literally 17. I start drinking. We fucking, uh, um, I'm getting pretty pretty banged up. Right? We all are. Yeah, I'm enjoying the evening, up, playing pool, eating chicken wings and shit. It was great, yeah. good time. And uh, I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm fucking end of the night's coming around. I'm 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 definitely feeling good. And we're sitting there. Someone comes running out. Let's go, let's go, get a car. Steve's in the bathroom. We're leaving him here. I'm like, what? He's like, get in the car, get in the car. I'm like, all right. I get in the car. They're fucking dying. Oh, shit. This, did we have cell? We had cell phones. But yeah. I didn't have a cell phone. No. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. Because no. I didn't and, know where you guys yeah. went. Yeah. He fucking, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? We just left him there? You know? So we get back to the job. No, 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 you didn't. You just went along with it and you yeah. just jumped yeah. in the car. Yeah, well, yeah. On your boy. Yeah, but I'm like, what the fuck? So, so I was like, oh, I'll find this way. I'll find this way. I'm like, all right. I was like, all I know is I ended up back in the drop zone in an RV, right? And people passing a ball around, right? <laughs> passing the ball around. And I'm like, like, I'm like, fuck yeah. So I, you know, partake. And I'll never forget the one guy's like, why drink and drive when you could smoke and fly? I was like, oh shit. Isn't it funny how some shit like that just sticks? Like, you'll never oh, forget dude, that. Dude, I'll never forget that yeah. for sure. And uh, anyway, Steve ends up coming back. We're fucking hanging out. I, and, and I'm sleeping in a tent and with someone's fucking dog. dog. I, who yeah. knows dog it was? Someone's open, dog. Open I think it might have been two fucking yeah, dogs. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of I dogs around the job And these dogs were all over me all fucking night. I'm like, what the fuck? So I fucking oh, wake up. Open jar of peanut butter next I, to you. I, yeah. I, yeah, I wake up hungover as hell. So hungover in the morning, right? But I'm like, all right, we've got to jump. It's fucking kind of, it's bright early. It's It's kind of cold. We're we're jumping. Steve's in the in the plane with me. We're up on there. I'm fucking nervous, and um, you know, I'm th I'm kind of running all the 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 stuff you have to do, like the the signals, the routine, whatever. So we jump out, and you have piping on on your suit, like, and the piping these guys, so they kind of hold on to you. So like they jump out. There's two people at your side, and they they jump out with you, and they're holding on to you. They're not attached to you, but they're holding on to you. And I'm doing, they're, you know, so I get out, I they give me the arch signal or whatever it was. I'm fucking arching. I'm doing good. They gave me, they gave me like the altimeter, altimeter signal. Like, so I check my altimeter. I'm good. Then Steve 
comes fucking flying up in my face and he's in my face and I'm just like <laughs> and the fucking guys fucking I'm totally not listening to him now just fucking, then he's giving me the fucking pull, pull sign pull. pull sign I did not even fucking I didn't do nothing I'm, ah! he takes my hand puts on thing boom I fucking pull the cord. You're supposed to hold on to the thing. I fucking let it go. And then, wham, the fucking thing opens up. And it's like silence. You're like, holy fuck. It's not even over yet. So now you got, you got the, so people don't realize, jumping on planes is definitely crazy, but you have to fly the parachute. You don't just fucking fall. You got to fly that thing somewhat, you know? And the better you are, obviously, the better you can fly it. But like you said, and I've, I've only been a few times, but it's, it's like, it's like, you know, it's almost violent, and then the chute opens, and that's even and more so violent, peaceful. and then it's just pe- yeah. instant peaceful. Once right. that thing opens, it rips your shoulders out. And- but you could fuck up from that point on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, pro- that's you know, where, most, the, that's where most people do. And, man. like, they make it, you know, for a beginner, they make you like, make big square, right? Like a big square to kind of like find your... Kill your, out, your to f- kill altitude. Yeah, yeah, to find your drop zone. And I'm doing that, I'm doing it. I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not trying to be a fucking hero or anything. I'm definitely being super careful. I was scared as shit. And... <laughs> Then when you jump, they want you to, fl- at the end, there's a mic. You're, you're on a mic, and someone's talking to you, and they want you to flare. When you flare, you pretty much lose your parachute. So he's like, flare now, flare now. I'm like, damn, I'm still pretty high up. But like, fuck it, right. I flare, boom. I do like, boom. I do like fucking three Grammy rolls. <laughs> you know? I get to my feet. The guy's like, well, it wasn't the most routine jump ever, but you made it. I'm like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's it was a, it was a great life time. experience. Yeah, that, yeah, you'll yeah. never I mean, forget that. Like I, there, forget I can't remember story. last week, but right. I remember so much detail yeah. from from that day because it was such a and awesome. his face though. Like for me, you know, like I'm I'm, I'm a guy mentoring this kid at the time. We know we just broke the law, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 to watch him fall out of the plane. So at first you're like, oh shit, he he's really doing this, you know. Uh-huh. But then I'm like a skydiver that I'm allowed to chase him now, yeah, yeah. you know. So he goes and I'm like. Whoosh. And then all of a sudden, the fly up, and he's like, ah, you didn't see me at first. I come up on yeah. him, and his eyes, when he caught my eyes, he was like, ah! <laughs> And it was just such a moment, you know, in our friendship. It was wild. That's wild. Amazing. Great yeah. experiences. We have so many of those kind of moments. All of my great, amazing stories, and I think, listen, you've lived an exciting life and an exciting career, so you, you've got stories bro, all, all throughout bro, your life. But, bro, bro. but when, you, uh, uh, wait. when you're down I, here... You are on you're on one of the most oh, popular God. shows here we go, here we in go. MTV history. Yeah. yeah. Am I right? How'd that work out? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um you know, you you are still fighting, bro, when you're you're yeah. you know, what, 38, 39? 39. Still fight. So your life's pretty exciting, but most of my most amazing stories I've got the ones that I when I and kind of you too cuz you talk about your seaside height stories, yeah. fighting and shit. Yeah. I mean, most of your really good stories are in your youth. You know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I just think you know them. They're so prevalent in your memory because at that time you didn't have any other memories. Those are, yeah. the, the, you know, your mind you, wasn't cluttered. You stack up so many memories. Those are the ones that stand out. There's the a most. lot of things yeah, that right. are your first too. They say kids only remember you know so much of their first, their first experience with stuff. Your first fight in Seaside is probably you probably remember every detail. You probably remember where you cracked the guy. You probably I do. I remember my first fight. Yeah. You yeah, know, there's a couple because in there. because your f- nerves are pumping. You do, and usually I'm drunk, so that's even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never been so drunk though that I don't remember. You, I, I hate that excuse. I don't know. I don't remember. No, no, no. no. I don't remember. I was drunk. Jesse, Jesse does that. A I lot. got. Yeah, he. Definitely, you could kind of believe him. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the videos yeah. I see. Yeah. I, I, I've never. No, there was been one time so I was crazy. pretty hammered. I got into a fight. Love it was you, actually Jess. after I fought. I fought. I think I had one fight, and I got into a fight in like Point Pleasant. 
And I remember swinging and mitten, fucking falling down and shit. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried leg kicking a guy. As I've just learned to leg kick, uh, so I tried leg kicking this dude. I think I fucking fell. <laughs> <laughs> that was after Tyson. No, no, this is oh. my first like MMA fight. Oh, you okay. Know? Like when I was somewhat trained. I'm saying I just learned the fucking leg kick. <laughs> but Steve, so you know, I mean, you graduated from Trenton State, national champion. Uh, but before that, you went to NC State for a semester? A year and a, a half, year, three year semesters. Half, uh, three semesters. So I registered there my freshman year and went through the fall semester. Just wasn't really taking care of life, you know. I wasn't doing well in class. Wasn't really dedicated to wrestling. And, uh, yeah, I just needed a change. And that change, I think, was coming back to Jersey. Yeah. You know, there's a piece of all of us that just have a notch for this shithole. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And we love it to death. <clears throat> you, you said that well. It is, <laughs> it is. There's so many things we could rip apart about it. And I didn't grow up here. It's kind of the opposite for me. I've spent the latter half of my life back okay. here. But it's my home. Yeah. yeah. I love Jersey. I don't know why. I there's love it. There's just something yeah. about this place, yeah. man. And, and, and honestly, when We're I the came... laughing stock of the rest of the country, but I still love it. <laughs> right? You're right. <laughs> And uh, when I came back here, I found my groove, you know, yeah. and that was, I guess, all part of it. And I was away a year and a half, and I don't feel like I missed home because I went on <clears> exchange <throat> to Alabama when I got there. So I, it wasn't that I was, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, it was just part of my journey, you know, uh, maturing. I think a lot had to do with my maturing. I was always so focused on wrestling in high school. That kind of kept me out of bad decisions. Yeah. And then when I got to college, it was like time to figure out life a little bit you're from the jackson area or are you uh, manalpin oh manalpin okay yeah so, i grew up yeah. in manalpin okay so uh yeah so i just feel like that whole process you know like mm -hmm. uh going through all that yeah got you brought you to uh, I, I feel like it gives me a, i don't know what it all has done but i know at the end of the day i wrote a thing <laughs> on facebook today in my group because you know like now that i have an old i have a kid now you know and my kid's a young man two kids yeah, two. No, I mean, yeah, I have two, and I have an amazing, my daughter, me and Jade, I, she just got back from snowboarding, she's been killing it. She always tries to, like, have me keep her out of this stuff. But sorry last time I saw her in person was at the barn, and she couldn't have been taller than this. Yeah. And when we're all out there wrestling and shit, she's finding a little path and busting out about 16 yeah, backflips yeah, yeah, in a row, yeah, but yeah. she was about this big. Yeah. Now I see her on your, uh, she's, she's like a grown, grown woman one, now. Grown That's crazy, one. yeah. 20 years old, That's it's going to be this month in uh, January, so... Um, yeah, tremendous little young lady. But yeah, so in general, now as a parent, you're like kind of using all these life experience. I got two kids in college, you know, and you're yeah. trying to guide them. And Jade's a little bit more like me, where she was like at Stockton doing, she does great in school. And then she wanted to go to Tampa, but decided that's not now. She just got into Rutgers and she'll be going there. So, um, my journey, I feel like, is my, like, my success and failures are really have really helped me or guide me to try to create the kids that I couldn't be. Mm -hmm. You know what I that's mean? That's a good way to say it, yeah. And that's, that. I feel like I try to do that every day. And, and, and even for <clears throat> kids that aren't mine, I feel like that's like one of the things that if I can look a kid in the eye and be honest with them, you know, you don't know how many times some of these kids tell me, like, oh, my God, no one ever said that to me, or they'll tell me 10 years later. Well, you you're, know? you're around so many kids, you're... And you speak to kids, or, or you relate to kids, or you get the message across to kids better than anybody I've been I, I've been around. Well, I appreciate you. that, but I've seen a lot of guys. We all have our own little stick, you know what I mean? I like a, a great guy that I see out there, just in the world that we haven't had in, but is a Mike Krause. He's out in the yeah, Midwest. I, don't, he, I, don't, I, don't, he, I think I know. He he ran the kids club at that or a kids camp. Kid. 
He's come to New Jersey and does something. Yeah. It's Going just the way how different guys have their own way to engage with the kids, you know. And uh, I've always felt mine is through uh, participation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some guys have like the repeating words thing or they just got a lot of good energy. So everybody has their own thing. I do believe that I was gifted with something with the kids. I've been coaching wrestling since I was in seventh grade. My dad was the coach of Manalpin Rec. And I would go there and I actually got paid the $35 a night from the town rec to coach as an assistant. So at an early time in my life, I had the confidence to try to help kids or help people even of my own age. And that's always a little weird. You know what I mean? Right, even right. when it gets older like this, it gets a little weird. But, um, yeah, I've always been just trying to do that. I do believe that, I, like you say, that I do it good, but I feel like God gave me a gift there. I do, you know, and and I I, I try to use it. You guys, um, you familiar with the with the the Dupont story? The son of the Dupont family that was wanted to be a wrestler and opened his wrestling school and all that. You watched? The, I mean, I just Fox watched Catcher the, is yes, the movie. I just watched the documentary, but what an intriguing documentary that was. Well, the documentary, or you watched the, the Fox Catcher movie? Is it? I thought there's uh, both. There's two of them. There's no, a there, documentary. There's the Prince of Prince of Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's a documentary. Yeah. Then Fox Catcher is the movie with. Uh, okay, so then I only watched Hulk. So then I only watched Fox Catcher. I didn't watch the documentary okay. Okay, for yeah, some yeah. reason. I thought I did. Yeah, but. it's a little. It's a little off. I mean, it's pre, it's not it's, it's not a hundred percent, but and it's who close knows enough, all the truth. Close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is an amazing story, right? Yeah. And if you know wrestling, and dude, Foxcatcher's right here. It's yeah. like kids from New yeah, Jersey yeah, yeah, used to go to yeah, Foxcatcher. Yeah. Like Renegades was their kid youth club. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you know wrestling, there's very there's a very small group of very rich men that sponsor wrestling. Yeah, that's a little fucking... That's a and, little, and, 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 and honestly... Roger's part of that group. Here we go. Honestly, we go. I feel like that Foxcatcher kind of blew that more into a public scene where it, it, it can't happen again. Yeah. You know, it won't happen again. I don't believe that. I just don't. Like, wait, you think that there's going to be a camp I mean, where he, people he are going there? He and compiled the greatest wrestlers. Yeah, but like after no, a couple of times, no, someone no, comes in your room with the, He's fucking paid, paid these guys. Yeah, that's what come. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, put, them, put them in under one roof. You know what not, I mean? I mean, it was... There wasn't that many facilities. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they were like, let me donate my time and fly out to the middle of nowhere. I mean, he moved entire families out yeah, there. Yeah, well, it was, it, it's because DuPont it, money, bro. I know, yeah. exactly. But it's also because there's no money in wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, he changed the you, world. You wouldn't get an NBA fucking guy. He's like, hey, you're going to come live right, your family right, right, with me right, so I can watch right. you in a shower. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but DuPont did change wrestling with that because, look, he did compile all those guys. He yeah. did get great guys and right. great results, you know? And it did create a, a what is today an RTC. What, what, what did he suffer from? I mean, obviously he had paranoia. Yeah, I mean, he thought yeah. people were in the woods. He thought, and, and yeah, and he, he was fucking probably probably schizophrenia or something. Schizophrenia, right? I would yeah, imagine what, something like that. But there were so many like it seems when you jail? watch the movie, you see the guy guy guy. has to be right. He killed what? the guy. Yeah, yeah. but the or, warning or, signs I mean, you can't tell me you wouldn't. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Google that. Yeah, he's got to be. It's the son of the Dupont family, but I think they pretty much excommunicated him. Dave Schultz is who he killed. Dave Schultz. Yeah. Mark Schultz, the brother's a little uh, off the wall, right? He came out here. Remember the Times River Wrestling Club when you were younger? He came out I, there. I don't, I, I, no, I don't he know. came out there. He's a, you know, he's lived an interesting life yeah. and everything. You know, that's uh, Chatham T Chatham Tatum's character. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, uh, he. I see him on Twitter saying some wild shit sometimes. I don't follow him, but I, you know, some people will repost him. I'm yeah. like, damn, this dude's yeah. fucking wild. <laughs> I see that same stuff. Oh, died yeah. in prison, twenty ten. Yeah, so uh -huh. eleven years ago. Yeah, he I, he was. 
I mean, they they were running him in like senior divisions, weren't they? And they were throwing the fights for him, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, supposedly. Yeah, that's what I mean. You you guys mentioned it, but it seemed like there was a couple of warning signs there. Like if I was training there, I don't know. Oh, if I dude. Gone well, back. at least in the movies, well, yeah. like there's there's warning signs. Yeah. Supposedly, dude. Supposedly, we I like you know we know people that know people like you know, and he said supposedly he would be in the fucking fountain, like like naked showering or like or, or like uh, just naked in, in the in the pool and shit around these people. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And he would act like nothing's wrong with it. Like, yeah. uh, right then and there, but, yep, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, he was, he was <laughs> yeah. seeing things that weren't there, right? He would see Oh, I don't know about that. People I don't, I don't in, know about that. In the woods, he thought people were spying on him. He was always staring in the woods, binoculars, looking yeah, in the woods. Like, maybe, yeah. calling people over, like, do you see what I see? And, you know, like, uh, listen, it's just a fucking listen, tree, you know? I guess <laughs> I could deal with that, but, but, like, once you start fucking pulling your wang out in front of everybody, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's this all, a little off topic. The DuPont family, I think, made Teflon. Yeah. Right, and you know now, tef- like or the whole world is everybody is pretty has, much poisoned with Teflon. Has a percentage of Teflon in, in, in yeah. your system. It's pretty yeah. wild, yeah. right? I mean, I don't think it was intentional, but how fucking crazy is that? Yeah. Or was it? Who knows? Ash Chassis. I mean, there's again, <laughs> there's a million documentaries out there, but there's one about uh, a kid who whose mother worked directly with Teflon. For for one of the Dupont factories, I forget, and he was born highly, highly um, deformed. Deformed, mm-hmm. no, deformed, and they didn't figure it out till he was like in his twenties that it was related to the Teflon. Wow, yeah, yeah. Or too late. I mean, not like yeah, doing exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Wow, but uh, that sucks. <clears throat> fucking, so we just we just shit on Duponts. They killed fucking yeah, Dave yeah, Schultz yeah, and yeah, poisoned yeah, everybody yeah. in the world. And I was just gonna say <laughs> they changed the world with their chemicals and paints. Yeah. Though you this know? week's episode brought to you by Dupont. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did a lot good for the world at their time. Dupont, you know, you think about I it. Guess. They were one of the bigger companies yeah. and whatnot. And so I mean, a lot of people. We got heard we, a got, lot we got our local Dupont right here yeah. in Tom's River. We got Sibagagi. Exactly. Oh, I told you I read yeah. the book called Tom's River. I didn't or even something. know you could read, so I'm impressed yeah. by that. Whole, <laughs> listen, listen. I, I don't think I've ever heard you mention a fucking book you read quite yet. So let's see. But yeah, that, that's a why it's a good ass book yeah. actually. Hey, you, should, you know what? You should that should be your should fucking should, should be your. You, you got know, it on the shelf regime. upstairs. I do actually. Can I grab it on my way out? Okay, I'll read it. It's very interesting. You some history of uh, of of Tom's River actually. All right, back yeah. in the day, you know, I'll give. Oh, I'll share it real quick. You know, I was Tom's just gonna River, say, here we yeah, go. You know, here the Tom's go. River, like the Tom's River, was a cove for sh- like for ships when they would come come in and during storms, so they would come in and take refuge in a cove. Okay. So the Tom's River pirates would come and raid those ships. Did not know that. Pretty dope, right? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. it was. It was. Uh, a bunch of bandoneers that lived here in Tom's River that would just rob, yeah, planes, like cargo or, uh, planes, planes. <laughs> yeah, ships, yeah, yeah. All right, it's pretty cool, right? All right, you don't believe me? You no, I'm gonna, gonna read the book, bro. No, you're not. There's no cliff notes, Raj. There's no cliff. I'm gonna notes read it, book. Frankie. I'm gonna read the book. I'm gonna do but it. It gives you the history of Sibagagi. Actually, Sibagagi started in Germany in like the 1800s or something. Something that, and they polluted the Rhine River so bad they got kicked out of there. Right, right. Then they went to Cincinnati, I think, in the fifties, maybe even before that. Right? So and went to Cincinnati, poisoned the Ohio River really bad. Then they got kicked there. Then when they got kicked out of there, they were like, "All right, we got to go somewhere where we're not in a, a big city." They picked Tom's River in the middle of fucking nowhere. If you drive past it now, you yeah, can't. You can't even see it. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And there, there's people was, in there working now. I don't think they're doing a cleanup. I it's forget. something. You yeah. know, it was Tom's River chemical. Yeah. 
Back they say the, the they say the pipeline right, ran right down. Yeah, Bay right down, right down, all but the way to the end. When of I, I lived right in the corner, and, and yeah. uh, it's in the book. I lived on. I must have moved like that right around the same time as when they had like I got a sinkhole or something happened. Yeah. They seen the pipeline. It was fucking like all just. They weren't only throwing their pollution in that pipeline. I they were getting know. pollution from all over New Jersey and putting oh, it. Really? Tom's River has three super fun sites. No shit. New Jersey has the most per capita. Yeah, super fun. You know, what super fun site is. Well, I know there's it's one like, right by my work. It's where it's where the government has to come in and, right. and fucking do something and give funding to get rid. They take claim care. the one by my work that they worked there for years and they dug. I mean, they 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 dug like crazy deep, but they didn't dig it up and remove it. They pumped concrete into the ground. It was so weird. They were there for like a year and they were just pumping all this concrete. And they say. The goal is to not let it blend with the water table, so they lock it in place. Because if they don't lock it in place, it dissipates, and so they just fucking cement it in the ground, basically. You know? Wow. Yeah, that's got to be good. Yeah. So I don't know, but there was it was right next to the super fun sites here. They said that the one by my work, they said was from the rail system that used to be there. Used to be a rail system, and they said it was a lot of asbestos and shit. The trains would just offload way back, way back in the rail days. Right. So yeah, it's right off the parkway, right under the you know the big cell towers, the two that sit right next to each other, Mm. off exit eighty eighty or eighty two, just after eighty two, like south, like Uh, like South Tom's River. Yeah, those two big towers on your left if you're going south. What that, right that's where a Superfront site is? Under the tower closest to the parkway. Really? I don't know. They were, I, I know the one that there's Carl Fenson was one. They're not get, they're uh, not done. They're gonna they're gonna dig up the whole bus terminal behind it. That bus wow. terminal's going, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, right. Drink, where, and then you wonder why. That's why you gotta drink under- drink H two, bro. Yeah, Don't yeah, be yeah, drinking yeah. that tap water. Yeah. But where is all these issues today? Like, what are they doing better today? You have to wonder. Yeah, you know, just bullshit. Honestly, I mean, I guess that throughout throughout history, I think they made better, um, like uh, you know, rules and regulations that people have to follow. I would imagine. You would hope. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We see a lot of pollution out there. Yeah, they say. Uh, I saw a thing yesterday. I guess I don't know that. You know, they work so hard to outlaw plastic straws, mm-hmm. and there's going to be something like 1.5 billion masks in the oceans this year. Yeah, that's 1.5 billion. I mean, that's incredible. incredible. That can't be good for turtles either. No. no. I don't think so. No. It can't be good no. for anything out there. And you guys see the the piles of, like, just pollution in that, right? Like, yeah. It's, well, do you see that? It's there's amazing. literally, they said there's a, a plastic island. thing, yeah. island the size of Texas. I think Where? in the ocean, the middle of the ocean, like just the going around. They say a lot more, and and people try to look at it through, uh, like Google Earth, because they say, "How the fuck do you be able to see it in Google?" Earth? It's it's because it's most of it's underwater. Oh, you really? know what I mean? Yeah. But they they say that most of the world's oceans pollution does not come from the U.S. Though they say it comes from oh, like India. Everything drains into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know everything. But a guy, a kid, like a kid, I think invented a way to clean clean it up. Yeah, I saw something something about that, but I don't think it's very effective with the mass amounts of. I saw they did it locally somehow. I think I they said to make a whole bunch more of them. Something you put in the water and it's like self maintained. I forget how it does it, but it collects. Yeah, it's, and actually, I, I even heard something something like that like they were in a dump, like a dump. They found a, uh, an enzyme, pretty much of that could break down plastic. It's really? pretty much nature is occurring. Nature is getting fixed, fighting, finding out yeah. how to do it. Well. If they say they could duplicate that, they can find a way to just literally take plastic and just break it down to nothing. 
if something can eat plastic, though, it's got to be eating other things. That, yeah, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? There's always, there's always strong uh, enough to eat plastic. It's got to eat other shit too. Whether there's always a where there's good a, shit where there's that a we take, want. There's a give, like, or, like, you know what I mean? Like plants that we want, and like root systems, and you know, yeah, like yeah. If it's eating plastic. It's eating other shit. Yeah, it's fucking beginning of 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 like 2020 part two, <laughs> bro. Yeah, it, you get, it can't get worse, really, could it? Yeah. Oh, no, I saw somebody posted a meme today. It was like, just when you thought 2020 was over and 2021 was getting better, and it's the dude with the hat on standing up, flexing in the uh, middle of the house, uh, <laughs> you know, like on the, at the head yeah, chair. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I it's like, that. oh, it's, and it's only January 6th. <laughs> it's like, holy crazy. fuck, man. Yeah. Someone said, isn't it crazy how tw- it's 2021? Like twenty twenty W O N, you know what I mean? Yeah. Twenty twenty. I didn't I didn't Google this, but go ahead, Andrew. I heard that Mad Max took place in twenty twenty one. Is that true? That's what I heard too. I seen that I meme. I don't, I don't know. know if that's true, but I mean that'd be some crazy shit that if it was, be, right? wouldn't it? Nah, we're, we're we need to get back to normal. If there ever there is a normal. Yeah. What would normal be for you? Just like just like prior to Yes. Just prior to twenty okay. to prior prior to the virus. You think That'd you think that's way. feasible? You think that's doable? I'm I'm starting. I think to it's going to take longer than, than we anticipate. Yeah, I do. You know, no, I, I, I think I think that in that time where it's taking that, they start implementing you know new laws, new regulations. Uh, I mean, you see how New uh, York. Let's not, let's not new, talk like that. Let's not talk. Like Come that. on, let's not talk like that. Let's not. But like, <laughs> like I don't want to hear that. I want to hear good stuff. I'm just saying, New York is so trying to pass pass something that they can lock you up if oh, you look sick. Yeah. If you even look sick. Oh, you're Fuck. That's fucking Mad Max shit, bro. Yeah. It's fucking Mad Max shit. Oh, it's not true. Okay. All right. Well. We're not there yet. We got some time. All right. Uh, well, don't. This, this lesson learned here. Don't believe memes on Instagram. <laughs> but I heard someone said, like, uh, you know, what was it? What was the Spanish flu? It was what, 1918, right? They say that it took fucking. It didn't just go away. It was around for all, like years. But I saw know? they made people mask up back then, too. Yeah. People were masking right. up, and they said it had little to no effect. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Steve, let's go back to yeah, Steve. Let's get off. Let's get off the so, pandemic. So you got back yeah. to Jersey, and then you kind of got after it at, at Trenton State, and you were a four-time All-American there. Yes, I was. I was a eighth, third, second, first there. Uh, great experience. Um, was able to find that balance I was looking for. Yeah. That, that balance of academics and what'd you major sport, in? Sports admin. Mm-hmm. So I did my internship with the 76 Yeah, yeah, that's dope. No that's shit. Cool. Yeah. No shit. I like I put a application into every like major league baseball, football, yeah. everything, man. I remember I had a file just huge of everyone and all the reject letters and I saved them all. And I got like two yeses and the one yes was the 76ers i can't even remember the other one because so as soon as i saw the 76ers yeah, i was yeah. i was Done. In, i was yeah. in trenton i'm yeah. like i'm there yeah. you know so i moved down to philly south and bainbridge right on south street and i would just go to work at vet stadium every day there for like six months That's lunchtime awesome. kicking field goals That's awesome. it, was fucking, yeah, yeah. it was a great experience and at the basketball games like i was in the locker room Shaq was there malone you know you you were in there getting the ap quotes i would be the guy when the quote was in the paper associated AP, press associated yeah. that was that there was an intern that actually took that information thanks buddy yeah thanks buddy <laughs> Yeah, so that was a neat Mike, Mike, (laughs) microphone. (laughs) So, yeah, so that experience was, uh, that was helpful to find out my sports admin. 
it kind of showed me like all the money's on the court. Not much guys in the back yeah. office were making a whole lot of money, and they were working uh, crazy really? hours, uh-huh. man. Crazy hours because you'd be there all day like a normal day, and then mm-hmm. the games at night. You know? Oh uh, I mean? yeah, yeah. So, I just recently watched that movie Moneyball. Right. Which is obviously based on a, on a true story, but yeah. it's crazy how they was that with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, I didn't see it. Oh, right. Baseball, all right. Baseball, mm. but they they essentially built a team yeah. just on stats because they didn't have the budget. Yeah, yeah. you know, talk about basketball. That's though. an interesting movie, though. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm joking. I'm ju- I understand that we were talking about. Yeah, it was that's, an interesting movie that when yeah. you were talking, Raj, though, yeah. right? The way yeah. they did. That's that. probably the only sport you could do that, right? Play uh, based on stats. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. But it, honestly, in baseball, it, it, I mean, there's just so much. There's of an that. incredible amount of stats in baseball. Yeah. yeah, I don't know many other sports that have that. You know, I mean, like well, field goal. You know, um, RBIs and uh, basketballers. You know, I guess you have steals, yeah, yeah, rebounds, yeah, you know, a lot of stats I would think like that. that yeah, but uh, basketball's got to be a close second. I feel like they any sport they just make tons of stats up. Like if you if you dig into UFC fighters, oh, like yeah. you're right. Like you hold a couple stat records. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And they make up the categories as it goes. I know. And I'll read some of them. I'll be like, who the fuck? You <laughs> well, know, that's like most elbows <laughs> thrown in. You know, yeah. the third well, period the, of they, the. But they do that in, in yeah. every sport. You yeah. know, like. Yeah, know. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, from the third period, third quarter on, he scored them. Like, what do you mean? What the, what right. the fuck do you mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, they, you can make a stat almost out of anything if you yeah. try hard enough, I guess. Yeah. And as you build the content, you're gonna have the data to analyze. Yeah. But it's know? cool. I think I think those stats are kind of cool for, for for fans. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I do too. Uh-huh. Yeah, makes it more interesting. Definitely. I don't. I, I'm not hating on it, but once in a while, you just read one like, yeah, you're like, dude, bro, you're, you're kind of reach. reaching yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. All right. So yeah. So then, like you said, we come back here. We go through the college scene. Start I'm right after the college scene. I kind of go to Central Connecticut and I start doing this, you know, private chain thing. Glastonbury's uh, youth program asked me if I would coach that team for a contract, and I'd had to come like once a week, twice a week, and I would do it just like I did when I came home. And uh, yeah, that was like the beginning of my elite wrestling. I even made shirts in Connecticut. Made shirts? Yeah, back then. Yeah, that's when I knew I was legit. I was like, I'm going to have my own T-shirt and, you know, kind of had a different logo at the time. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, and honestly, that was just the beginning of what has grown today, like 26 years later. You come back here, and I kind of see that there's a business with the town thing, you know what I mean, and taking these contracts. So the next I get introduced to the board here in Tom's River, and that turned in Jack Ponerero, Mr. Masanko, Charlie Gen X, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Greg, just some of these guys that here are legendary Tom's River people. Um, they like had Joe Melcuri as their coach before me. You know who Joe is? No. Joe's like the only Jersey guy ever to make the experience of Iowa all the years and actually like be an All American. Oh every, wow! Yeah, he's. We've had a lot of guys go to Iowa. From New Jersey, yeah. he's the only one that left a mark out there. Is that he, right? Yeah, which is kind of legendary. They you just know? breed them different out there, don't they? I think it's that Jersey thing again. Most yeah. of those guys were guys that came back home and did good somewhere East Coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's. Oh, I lost you there. What? I'm here. Yeah. Uh, no, you lost me. I, you <laughs> lost me. I'm no, like, you're saying uh, um, as I transition into tra- the club to, game, yeah, you know, yeah. so. We come in here and I take the Tom's River thing and it starts just like Tom's River at the time. They were a serious board, but they didn't have anyone that was like, I felt like when I got there, you had these parents that knew what they wanted. 
they knew, hey, we're going to, this is what we want to do to make these kids. And then I had a plan of how I would make a good wrestler at that point. And I felt like our mojo just melded so good right away. Yeah. And I stayed there for seven years. So, I mean, I, I met Frankie within the first, like... First year. Yeah, Frankie. first year. And the friendships and the bonds of that group of guys that I know today, Delafov's another one that came in years after Frankie, but, you know, he's always been, like, Frankie's little brother in this gist of elite, you know? So, as we get going through the game and then, you know, Frankie goes away to college, we just keep staying focused on this thing and I just keep rolling with it. All these different... Guys, between his success at Tom's River, we had so many guys at Tom's River East. If you go in that wall in there, I take so much pride looking at all the stuff they have there. Coach Reed's an amazing coach. He creates incredible opportunities, and I was lucky enough to branch into that in my early career, you know? So when was, like, elite wrestling founded? Like, when were that? 93 is when it, yeah. Okay. Like, it's legitimately a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. And, And, uh... And 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 that and and like as I'm coaching the Times River Wrestling Club, that's where you got parents that are like want more, yep. and that's where elite and New Jersey starts happening. I started having like practice on my own nights at Times River East because Warren Reed's like letting me in there, and then Brett Taylor comes in, who's Warren's son, and I want to move to the U-Hauls on Route Nine, and Warren lets me take it, let me borrow a mat from East. We set up in the shop over there. I start training Brett and your cousin, Brian Lebrano's in there mm-hmm. at the time. Parks is there, fully Dowd. I mean, you got guys that are like old school, yeah. older guys. Yeah, but Pollard, names, yeah. you know, sure. Pollard even coming around at that time, uh-huh. you know. And, uh, man, yeah. And then from there, it just kept building, you know. I'm like renting spaces and then you know like start building my own in jackson on my property the barn, the barn yeah. you know fucking barn is legendary <laughs> exactly and then legendary. you know that took forever with the bullshit with my building department I mean, that and literally is called the barn because it was going to be like an animal in the like beginning a, it was i right. had yeah. horses and when i was yeah. goats goats yeah. i had roosters and chickens and emus yeah. i yeah, had yeah he's <laughs> fucking emu bro my kids, were, I was having litters of dogs when I was, like, I bought the, the acreage there. I have, like, like five acres in Jack in there. Oh. And it was really, so we ride motorcycles, you know? So we, like, I just wanted my kids. When we got there, I, my kids were young, and I just wanted them to have everything there, yeah. all on our property, you know? And it, it that's it what, worked the, out. it worked out. It was yeah. awesome. I used to love going there. Yeah. The, the, the one story I kind of remember from there, I, I don't know how long I was there for, until you we moved, you moved, yeah. you moved to that other spot. But, um... Just the camaraderie in there, you know, and, and it was so fun to train with you guys. I mean, I had no clue. I had no background in any of that. I had no clue what I was doing, but I was a huge Frankie fan. Me and Jesse, we'd show up every week. We would come out there, but then you had that one neighbor that shut it all down, right? Yeah. But I, I think it was a real testament to you because they, they gave you a board meeting at the town. And they yeah. wanted you to air out your differences, and the neighbor shows up with his, like, his wife and they they tell their side it was cars starting their motors too late at night or whatever like nine o'clock at night was too late and shining their headlights in the window and then it was Steve's side which was like an entire yeah. the entire place was full of kids and parents and like saying do you know what this guy does for the community do you know how he gives back I thought that was a real testament to like who you are and what you do I for was the- so taken back that day you yeah. know what I mean honestly I, God, I'm like trying the, to just the guy was just a just yeah. a complainer man he was just a he wouldn't have been happy no matter who lived next to him. No, you're right. And, you know, at the end of the bit. We you weren't had, making a dime. No. You weren't making a dime. No, because I was still building the place. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was young. I yeah. mean, I'm a younger. 
So, yeah, that was an amazing experience just in general going through that fight. And then the win, we go all the way through the appellate court. So, like, she just kept fighting no matter what. And we make it all the way up there and then win. And then she moved. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as, you know, like, takes me all the way to the finish line. And then we could have just moved to start with. We've been all right. You know, Raj, but you were just talking about, you know, that barn and that camaraderie. You know, like, I, 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 Recently, just started listening to audibles. You might want to check that instead of reading. All right, but anyway, this Everybody week, did they have dumb. picture audibles? <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 like. yeah, audible this this app. But anyway, but this week I listened to this book because honestly, I I don't have the time to read. I, yeah. I I can listen, you know, and I I find it honestly, it's a first experience with it. I give it five thumbs ups, man. Like hell yeah, I'll do yeah. it all day, you know. Um, five thumbs, five, not just two, you know, okay. like um, because honestly, I just went through a book in less than six days, less than five days, that if I read that thing, yeah. it would have been next year. You can find about anything on Audibles now, right? right uh, yeah. Any, anything but that's listen, in print, pretty much. But one thing I was just saying was, I just read You Can't Hurt Me, the David Goggins story, right? And it's about, you know. I read that book, too. All right. But How about I, that, bitch? <laughs> and one of the chapters he has called Uncommon Amongst Uncommon. Mm. Rogan uses that a lot. Yeah, he, yeah my barn is that, yeah. bro. Be yeah. uncommon among amongst uncommon, uncommon men. Yeah. 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 yeah, and just people in general. And yeah. as you get older, you really can start to differentiate those type of people yeah. in your life. But in my barn, I feel like that discomfort that everybody feels there because of the heat right, and the right, intensity. Right. Oh, and, my God, it got so hot in there. Oh, my gosh, I cook yeah. us all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I feel like you walk out of there with a badge of honor, yeah. and you're not the common guy, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. And you're not... Amongst us, I let them be individuals. So now you're uncommon amongst the uncommon. Yeah. You know, I feel like that barn. I saw that chapter in that thing, and then he went through it. I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, we live this." Yeah. You yeah. know, fuck yeah, we live this. He's got I, an incredible story. I love he the does. one. I love the one quote. He's like, "There, something about a battlefield." He's like, "God, oh, there's a hundred men on a ba- battlefield." He's like, nine, 90 are useless." He's like, "Target practice, yeah, eighty. Yeah, he's like, no, he's like, ninety are useless." And he's like, he's like, 10, 10, those are your fighters." He goes, nine. We'll fight. We'll fight something like we'll, we'll fight the best they can. He goes, but one, ah, one. That's the warrior. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's fucking pretty. That's kind of the story that's of three hundred Sparta, the movie. You know, yeah, yeah. Kind of, in a sense, they, yeah. they, they, they let yeah. you know that it only took three hundred to bring on to take on the entire. You know, is that is that a true story? It's based a great on true story. story. I, Thermopylae, I, 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 right? Thermopylae. Yeah. I think it's a myth. Yeah, man. but it's still awesome, man. It's still a great story, and it's, it's a all great... stories grow with time, right? right? It was probably st- it was definitely they were outnumbered. Yeah, but who knows if it was three hundred versus the entire Persian army? You know, I don't know. But it gives the rest of us hope. Yes. You yes, know, yes, yes. and and and, and yeah. an outlook in life that everything's right. possible. Right. You know, if you watch that movie, it's one of the fucking legendary epic Amazing. movies. Amazing. You know, yeah. and 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 it's that that's that's what people like me thrive on. Mm-hmm. I watch that movie. I love movies like that. I love movies that you know this guy. Yeah. I mean, come on, he's a movie. He's, he's the, the fucking. fucking we he's, were upstairs. He's literally the modern day Rocky. Yeah. So we're upstairs literally. before, and you know, Tino's, Tino's watching Rocky. Doing, he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Tino, I, I'm, he's going through a Rocky tour. I, I told him, he's like, "Can we watch Creed?" I'm like, "You don't even know what Creed is, though." I'm like, "You got to watch Rocky. You got to watch." <laughs> oh wait, one. he's not doing them in sequence. No, no, he is. No, no. He started Rocky yeah, one, but yeah. he, he, on Sunday we started Rocky one. He's on Rocky four right now. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, so he's he's. He's digging it. He's digging so, but it. like I was getting at, like that underdog story. Who doesn't love that? And then to have a guy like this in my life yeah. for like almost half of it, to 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 watch his journey and the constant fucking struggle he yeah, lives. Man. 
it, 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 man. You're in his corner for most of his. I have never. There's never only one. Never not been in a fight. Yeah, never like, not been the, in the, a... the one fight I missed, I did miss for Sebastian a couple mm-hmm. years ago because mm-hmm. we had Big Ten in a fight on the same day. And uh, that was the first and only time I've ever missed a, uh, any of these trips of anything. Yeah, or, well, you were, no, he was there. And I did fly yeah, there. He came yeah. there for, for most of the week and just left at, at the end. end. Yeah, right. Shit. Yeah, I left at the end. I yeah. did do that. Wow. So, yeah, we, we you know, this, this opportunity and friendship that me and him have, I mean, between the years difference, which is kind of awkward at times when we were not, like, we don't see age, but I see... Like sometimes when we're fighting, I see that 13 years that I, dude, I, I know, you know, like I know, I know you don't give me credit, but I'm fucking 13 years older. <laughs> you know? So those, some of those moments throughout our friendship, I mean, like, I feel like we're in a, we're always in a great place because of that. In my mind, I still see him as the younger yeah. guy. But seventeen-year-old guy. Nah, I still no, but I've I've always I always let my guys grow up. They'll all yeah. tell you that, man. Yeah. Like as soon as they're out of the high school, they're no longer that little high school kid. When they come back as like a, a college guy, it's a total different thing. When you come back and you're a college guy and you're twenty-one, total different yeah. thing. You know what I mean? I like growing up with them. I like that yeah. part. I don't want them to see me different. Yeah, yeah. So our relationship, man, it, it's just been tremendous to watch the. The success and failures, and then like the 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 man he's turned into, knowing yeah. the kid he was, knowing his background, knowing now you now you guys get. I, I came here Sunday. I forget dropped off some sweatshirts. Now you guys get in a car together and you go to your son's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, you know how yeah. crazy is that? It's, it's, it's amazing. Like full circle, you know. Amazing, yeah. and like to see my son's face light up when he comes and yeah. puts his arms around both of us. Like, yeah. what's up, guys? You know, this guy even once this summer was like, "Yo, I'm meeting Sebastian at Beachcomber." I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. He's yeah, like, "You yeah. want to go?" I tried to get out, yeah, but I, yeah. my girl was like, "You would fucking go to Beachcomber." So <laughs> I, I didn't meet you out, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So hey, that's now, the only guy to get now, me. Can get now, me at the beach. Now, now bro, he's you, you and Sebastian's <laughs> yeah. a seventeen-year-old going skydiving. Yeah, and now <laughs> if you could take that another cycle on Monday, Sebastian comes home and he's the one doing private with, with Tino. Tino. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. Wild, so that's it's amazing. just that's the wildest that's thing amazing. when I'm looking at my camera watching my son teach Tino. As a guy that has you know? seen this, and I and I know you're, you're honest, you're brutally honest, but as a guy that has seen so many wrestlers coming up, I know Tino is, and I'm not a wrestler, but I know yeah. he's, he's got a talent there. You, you see him. Going there's a, there's a process, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Wrestling is a process. Yep. If you intend, like, he has the tools. There's a lot of kids that have the tools, but then it's the process. Can right. you buy into it? Tino has bought into the process. Yeah. So now it's just time. As Sharp in, in, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. when he, I just said that to Frankie the other day. I said, when he's at practice now, he's focused. Like, he's trying to get reps. He's trying to get things right. Yeah. There were, when he was a little bit, you know, it takes an age yeah, to yeah. kind of get that all together. Yeah, yeah. And they also are starting to understand what this guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is helping a lot. I mean, I had yeah. a talk with Valentina a couple of weeks ago. There was a fighting thing on the TV, and I'm like, I'm like, you got to ask daddy. Like, now that you understand it, I'm like, your dad's like a superhero. And she's like <laughs> looking at me like his, I'm crazy. He breaks his dad's balls once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell her, I tell her, you got to ask mom to put on the trilogy. Yeah. The trilogy of Gray Maynard. <sighs> I said, you'll see something about your dad that you just, you were too young to know yeah, then, yeah, but yeah. now you can know. I'm like, I'm like, when he's yelling and trying to help you guys do things right, like, He's a good man. He's a different kind of guy. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what I kind of just said to you before when you were trying to give like just fucking with someone. And I was like, that's why he fights, man. He's yeah. just different. He like has this something about him that's uncommon to the common. You Correct. know? Yeah. So yeah. 
Um, I got some screws loose. Yeah. No, Always. man, you've no. got you've got. I, I don't know what you. I don't know that I could define it or put it in words, but it's a will. Yeah. It's a will Bro, you have in you I, that honestly, most people don't. Speaking Mo- of Rocky, uh, the Almost big reason does. why I fight is probably because of Rocky, bro. I remember growing up thinking like, yo, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this shit. Mm. I wanna, you know, yeah. for real. You know, Raj, no you just bullshit. said a great thing, and that will, I, I, I call it a want. Yeah. But a will is a want, and yeah. a want is a will. You know, and I 100% agree with you yeah. there that that is something that separates him from a yeah. lot of the, the greatness that I see around yeah. me all the time is that want. And then some parents will literally look for an answer as to what has to be added to this pitcher to make him be a champion. And I say right. it ain't a move. Right. Mm. It's a want. Right. And you can't be taught that you have to earn that. It's yeah. between the blood and sweat that you put in that makes that want, right? right. Well, how, how do you make a kid want? It's got to come on its own. No, it, I don't it, know it, that no, you can. can. I mean, you can inspire it, and you can spark that fire, and you can flame it and fan it. That's it. But I don't think you can create no, it. No, right. no. Yeah. You know, I've, that, I've, I don't want to say argue, but I've had some disagreements with people over the years about upcoming fights, Frank Yaz, and people will be like, no, this guy's better at this and then better at this. And I'm like, listen, I ain't gonna argue with you. Yeah. But can they outwill him? You know what I mean? Like, they, they maybe they can outstrike yeah. him. Maybe, they, but can they out-fucking-will him? Can they can they rob that from him? Because I've, I've never seen a fight. I've seen a couple where he got knocked out, but they never took his will, nah. you know? If you could have got off the floor, you'd have kept fighting. You know what I mean? Hey, I just, I, you, I've seen fighters' yeah. wills be broken. I've never seen his will be broken. Mm-hmm. You know? And 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 I just—it's so funny. You see the same shit because I just used him a couple weeks ago in our room with checking all those shin kicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like nine out of ten guys on kick right. seven, eight are fucking yeah, yeah, done with that. Yeah, yeah. They're changing their stances. Yeah. You know? With Munoz? Yeah. Bro, he couldn't even. Like I never saw, and I, I'm I see him fucking yeah. weekly, and and I, and I see his normal limps when yeah. he's walking and shit. I didn't see I didn't see anything. I mean, a couple maybe when he checked him, like right away as soon as he put his foot down. Okay, that one hurt him. You yeah. can tell it hurt. But then he was right back to you know sidestepping, moving. You know he's famous for his foot movement. And then the fight ended, and he could barely walk. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, man. He hid that. Like man, when 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 did you? When was it? Hurting you? How early on in that fight? Like, like bothering? So I'd say you. the third round, I was like, "Fuck, this shit hurts." Yeah, but I said, you know, like I say all the time, "Fuck it." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so many people aren't willing, right, to want it to well, it's take a, it's, that. It's a, it's a it's a weird thing, man. Yeah, and, and you most know what people the, can't yeah. think through pain like no. that. Most you want to know something crazy? Actually, I think that's the day I tell him. I tell him that's just one of more of those examples that Frankie said he's willing to die yeah. rather than lose. And yeah. I say, God, you prove it so often. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember was fucking going up to the fight. Didn't Mark Mark X for a bag of ice? Like, why do you need a bag of ice? Oh, just in case for his shins. And you said don't. No, for his shins. Yep. And so no, someone's like, yo, Frankie ain't gonna ever ask for a bag of ice for his fucking shins. And I remember being in the corner saying, I want a bag of ice. I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask for it because his fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, man, but damn, come on. That 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 like sitting there just watching that, man. And 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 yeah. I mean, there's just so many moments in all the fights sometimes that you're just kinda like amazed with his ability to adjust. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't argue with people when they when they say, Oh, this guy's Yeah. You know he's he's got a longer reach. He's gonna. I'm like okay. Well, I'm a, I'm not gonna argue with you. Who's gonna win the fight though? Yeah. Who's gonna win? You know. I'm still just willing to roll my fucking sleeves up. You yeah. know, and uh, you know that's I don't know. That's not teachable either, right? 
That's, yeah, but I like guess that's the one, the the one, and and then also as as you watch Frankie evolve, obviously from the times when we used to go to fights to today, I mean it's they're not even comparable. Yeah. I mean he's a totally different person today. 100%. In the early days, he he wore a chip on him like because he had to get on to get turned on for the fight, mm-hmm. and then over time he just became a fighter. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and and. And a lot of people wouldn't recognize those things, you know what I mean? Some friends might even get pissed in the beginning and all that stuff, but he has such an amazing crew around him. We just know him. Yeah. And, 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 but now when you go to fight week, it, it's, it's 100% different. I mean, he's yeah. a different guy. He's there for work. We're all there for the same purpose. We've been there for the last 15 years. Right. He's just approaching it in a whole more professional experienced way i mean he's an og you know so it's just all those things that have made the process at the end of it now like uh and and he's fighting for a title shortly Mm -hmm. here you know you know we're a couple fights away from being right back to where many people say he would never be and they said that when he wouldn't be there at 55 or 45 you know what i mean evolving is is the thing that i don't think all fighters do but you have to do to stay stay in the elite to to be in the ufc which is the elite And I mean, you take- have to evolve. And when when I first saw him like display his striking, because you know early on it was all yes. wrestling, a lot of time. Tyson yeah. Griffin, Spencer Fisher, you know, a lot of these guys were on your back, rolling around. Remember, I had a bet with Tim Sylvia, who was a Spencer Fisher yeah, guy. Right. They trained together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took I took Tim's money on that one. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, to see your striking evolve, which which I I think Sean Shirk, I mean, was really kind of where yeah, definitely coming. I mean, out. that guy hits Party, like a I guess. fucking freight train, Hell and yeah. I was like. How can Frankie stand and bang with this dude? And he did. And I was like, someone's evolving. Yeah. Someone's getting better. He you missed know? Frankie so much that fight. Yeah. He missed him yeah. so much. And that's Thank when God. We, Thank yeah, God. Thank God. He had short arms, bro. That's why. <laughs> but that was when you saw the evolution of Mark Henry start yeah. to really. Yes. You yeah. started to see Mark. Yes. You did. We had Mark on the couch. We put more, more detail into it, like yeah. more commitment to it. And yeah. You put time in, you're gonna get you're gonna get the results. It's mm-hmm. that it's that simple, it really is. Yeah, but you know what's not the simple part? So so many people they pick a weight class because they want to clear that weight class, and then their confidence level is there. Right. It is so hard to take that, get to the top of something, and then be willing to go to a whole nother one and have to clear that shit out to get there again. I know. And then this guy's now on here, his third time, right? Doing that. Yeah. And I have a son that's on his third time, so <laughs> I feel yeah. like yeah. I feel like. I feel like the guys that are around us, we're creating a, a, a true belief. And it's not just like a, it's the people that surround all these guys. Mm-hmm. It's this village we call. Yeah. But it, it gives them a confidence that if they prepare no matter where they are trying to compete, they're capable. Yeah. And I, I, I truly believe I see it. I see it happening at the lower levels, less cutting weight. Mm-hmm. Like uh, top guys in the country that are in my club, some of them, no cutting weight at all. If, if the day comes, which... You know, it does for a lot of fighters. We, you don't think he should fight anymore. Would you have that conversation with him? I was just telling you this before, right? I told you that I feel like my role is changing in this gig, right? All the time. When I was younger, I'd go to these fights and I'd look at him and like, dude, we're dying. Let's kill someone fucking here, right? As time's gone on, you know, you got those guys that come there that have to like the Marks, the Ricardos, and the Ryans. You're, you're here for. The pads, this, the that, you guys have done. A, I'm here to, you know, be his friend like I always have been. Be Renee when she's not there, mm-hmm. and and be a lookout for these kids. You know, these kids. I come here. I'm like when Tino's there, he's got his arm around me and Renee. He's hanging with us. You know, mm-hmm. like I want. I have to look them in the eye. Right. And 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 you asked me if I would tell. 
me and him have always said I would never throw the talent in on you, you know. And then right. some recent fights, sometimes I've heard him say, "Wow, I can't believe the corner didn't." Wait, wait, it. there's a, there's a fight where somebody did almost throw in the towel, right? Was it was it the second one? With, yeah, um, yeah, Mark yeah. almost did with yeah. Maynard, right? Mm-hmm. Mark yeah. almost threw in the towel, right? Which Maynard. I don't think you can in MMA. <laughs> I don't think you can. Really? Like it, it, it would be recognized because they wanted to know what they meant, but I, right. I really don't think you can. I think it would have stopped the fight, though. Yeah, yeah that's if what I'm saying. Yeah, it for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And you would have killed him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have had that trilogy. Nah, you, yeah, would not yeah. be, you would not story, be the Frankie Edgar yeah, you are. The story would be written different. Yeah. 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 You would yeah. not be on that poster up there. No. Nah. Well, yeah. You know? Right. That's so true. And it, it, it it's... So like I was saying, I feel like now as we're at, as as the COVID is hit now too, even more so, we don't even have half the people we normally have at this stuff. I do feel like my role is a little bit different for sure, you know, and mm. I wear it pridefully, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like he said, we're family. I have to look yeah. his mom and dad on the eye. I got to like, well, you know, his sister. And Well, I got two things. I mean, I, I definitely have to fight when it's back normal. Yeah. yeah. There's no way I'm not fighting until it gets. I mean, I'm fucking when it gets back normal. I'm fucking fighting. Yeah. I want to fight in front of fans and all that stuff. Two, I think there is a rumor that they're gonna redo the Coliseum for twenty. It is talking about redoing the Coliseum for 2023 for venues. Oh wow! Bro, if they do a venue in the fucking Coliseum, yeah, in 2023, um, how amazing would that be? How but amazing that be! It would be amazing, but what do you mean redo it? Like that is such, there's such no, so no, ingrained no, I, in no, history. I, I, Why I would no, they? No, 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 not like, not like, just clean up the just, cement. Just, just make it so they could <laughs> power wash it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Like you know, probably put whatever. Just form a something. You know, it's it's huge, huge. isn't it? I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've never seen it in person. It seems, yeah. it seems they used to fill it with fucking water. You know what I mean back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure they put like a something like a temporary stage and everything that could put and people be fucking sitting in the stands. Yeah, I mean it's an outside venue, right? You yeah, probably you could yeah. probably pack that How thing. Fucking yeah. Dope yeah, that, that, would, that would be dope as long as they didn't change the historical integrity of it. I guess. All right, buddy, relax. <laughs> I want to fight in the fucking costume. <laughs> this guy's worried about fucking Picasso over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what do we go straighten up the Leaning Tower pizza? Too? <laughs> yeah. We made to push that thing back up while we're at it. <laughs> what do you want a bungee jump? How off amazing that? would that you want be? Want a bungee jump How off that? How amazing would that now? be? It would be amazing. I'm not a fighter, but like, you know, I said I said that too. I said, "Oh, tattoo." I'm like, "Oh, costume would be a dope tattoo." And he's like, "Oh no, so many people died there." I go, "Yeah, but how many people fucking fought and won their freedom?" Yeah. Listen, you if know you, what I mean? Like that's you, how I look at if it. If you fight there, you might need to get that tattoo because yeah, that would be pretty yeah, dope if you fight yeah. there. Yeah, I still might get it. Yeah. <laughs> so your question was, would I have that talk with him? I I I will have that talk with him if I ever had to. But Frankie and I, we talk honestly now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we do. I always. I, like you said, I'm a true, honest guy. I ask him the questions other people don't ask, and yeah. he yells at me sometimes or curses at me. But he always then, tells me, "I'll know." Nobody yeah. will have to tell me, "I'll know." No, yeah. If I start I, losing fights to people that I should not be losing fights to, how can you question him? How can you question him? Because right I've now? seen a lot of fighters that that are no. I'm saying based on results that didn't know when it was. Yeah, time to but quit. you're and watching him get better right yeah, now. Right, you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah, I am. I, I, I'm that part. I'm. No, gonna, I believe that. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not can, saying the time is now. I know it's not. I'm I, saying I, we all get older, so that right. part I also can tell on him too. Right. But his performance out there, like I feel like he's more relaxed. He's seeing more of the fight. He's giving us more in as as far as mixology in his attack. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I feel like he's... And the gas tank is never left. It's that, still there just yeah. like it always was. Yeah. And if you realize, his gas tank is always something that's always been something big. And then any great athlete, that is a given. Like, that's the only controllable before you get in there. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have good gas, yeah. you know? Same in wrestling. That's the only controllable, mm-hmm. you know? So that mentality is a champion mentality alone. That's just a given, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Like I'm telling you, like the day that I saw see something that you guys would think you like, did you have that talk? There's a good chance I had it. Yeah. But right now, on the, the what we're seeing and how I see it, there's no reason to even think like that. You yeah. know what I mean? He he's no, yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah. I wasn't suggesting any. No, I know soon, what you mean. There there is a day where every athlete 100%. retires, you know. But I think Renee will kick me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if that day came, I think Renee would be like, yo, yeah. you know. And honestly, I think Renee would be the one. Renee and him have an amazing relationship. She knows what it is to be the champ's yeah. wife, you know? She's the only one that can look at him and say, you fucking suck. Yeah, she <laughs> she says a lot of things a lot of us wish we could say, <laughs> I'm maybe, sure. Like, maybe God, get your ass kicked a couple more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, and, and I, you know, it's funny we even say this, because the other day, I just said this to him the other day, I don't care what you say, I've never saw your wife maliciously hope you'd get killed in that octagon. Yeah, no, never. You know? So. I, I, maybe not, like, get killed. <laughs> I think a couple, couple of she might like. <laughs> Call Bones my life. She's like, another left, another left. Yeah. yeah. No, so, yeah, I, I guess if it time would come, I, I, I guarantee you I will be worried about his health. But, you know, as we're going through this, I mean, senior level athletes, you watch it, you know, they, they're out there. Yeah. And and just because other people aren't doing it doesn't mean he can't. Correct. You know what I mean? Bro, go look at the quarterbacks that are in, in, in the playoffs right now. All old guys? All old guys. Really? 38, 37, 41, 43. Wow. No, except Mahomes, Mahomes, and and Lamar Jackson. How old is Brady now? Forty-three. Is he really? Holy shit! He threw for forty-three touchdowns. Holy shit! No, I mean, so that. But I mean, it's a little different, you know, the way that the rule. I don't, I don't even follow football. That's what I hear. They say like, it's the the, within the past ten years, you can't really fucking crush quarterbacks like you used to be able to back in the day. That's yeah, why that's these guys sure. can play for that longer. Yeah. And really, if you think about quarterback, it's definitely an experienced position. So if you can stay protected, the the more years you have, the, the more experience, the better you have. Yeah. The better you're going to be. And it's true. They, I feel so bad for those football players, man. They like get... They don't even get to hit the guy. You I know, know I what I mean? Feel, uh, it's, I not, feel it's, bad. Not, yeah. it's not the football of old. No way. Yeah, but they still get cracked. I mean, not Maybe not quarterbacks. Maybe, but people that's all still I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the quarterback. Yeah. The way they protect him, and I get it with the right. franchise money and stuff, but like you got to reward them linemen and linebackers, yeah, yeah. man. You know, True. and they fucking get to the guy. Kind of like, huh. I notice they turn don't turn my all, head to the side. Huh. And they don't. They don't all wear the same helmet though. Some of them have that that square cutout that impacts thing, but not all of them. Not all teams have that, unless they're just, I guess, a different design and. Oh, I don't even know. You I'm, know sure, I'm sure. I'm sure you get to pick what you know kind of helmet you want. The imagine. impacts, you know, little. I don't. Oh, you know. Well, anyway, most of them are wearing it now. But what, I. Do you I, have the, like the motorcycle helmets? No, no, it's it's. What do you mean? The did padding? They have, did they have that? In, in, no, I think uh, it's it's like a crush. It's a it's designed to crush. Absorb. You know what I mean, oh, yeah, absorb. Oh, crush like push in. I don't or, know. No, I'm just no, telling no. you by the look of it. Okay. It's definitely it's right here on top of the head, and it's, I'm sure it's designed. What kind of helmet did you wear when you went to school when you were a little kid? <laughs> They go to those helmets. Here we go. Short bus. Short bus jokes are always good. <laughs> I was just making conversation, bud. I was I was picking your football brain 
Sorry. See, if you knew not, no. that they all wore the same style helmets. Who's your football? Do you like the fucking the, the Patriots? Well, I, I'm going to take an incredible amount of heat for saying this because I'm not a diehard football guy at all. But, yeah, if I have to. Well, they fucking team, stink this year. Yeah, I know. So good but, for you. Yeah, exactly. Do you but, think but that when, Patriot- I was a, when I was a kid and I and my dad was a fan and my family members were yeah, a fan yeah, when I was I a kid, you. they fucking sucked. Okay. Chicago Bears, they finally got a Super Bowl and the Chicago, Chicago Bears murdered them, massacred them. So I was a fan I don't even want to say I'm a fan because I really just don't watch football. If I had to watch a sport, it would be football, but I'm just not a traditional sports guy. But, yeah, since since they sucked, I've, I'm from Maine. I'm from New England, so why wouldn't I be, yeah. you know? Okay, I just watch. wonder with Brady yeah. leaving, like, does, yeah. do they lose a lot of fans now? Like, does that happen? Oh, no. No, right? Because nah, they won for ever. It's going to be someone. Like, if you become like a Belichick, diehard, I don't think, I don't think you just check out, out and join another team because you're quarterback. But they're, they're in the playoffs. I mean, he's legendary. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, and I Pans guess if you're they. Jets fans, those guys know and they don't leave yeah. Marky Lee. And yeah. 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 <laughs> I never really got into it too much. Neither did I. I Wrestling never, tournaments on Sunday. I watch, yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah, I, right, I watch every Super Bowl. That's about it. That's the one you can get. Yeah, you watch that. I'm actually, yeah, that's the day. Come, I come home from Vegas. Is it? Yeah, I might stay out there. I don't know for it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I don't know. Not Where would the, you go though? Not for the. Well, actually, after actually, you. it's in Vegas. I think. Oh, is it? The Super Bowl is in Vegas. Yeah, oh, I think. Sure. That, new that new stadium is amazing yeah, yeah. looking. So dope looking. Yeah, amazing looking. Well, Stephen, what else you got for us? What else do I got for you? Well, I as we went through that, I was. I, I, I I didn't really come prepared. Like well, I said, what's, what's today next? I was at the Big Tens where I, I was just going to say, what's next for Sebastian? Because yeah, that right, young man right, has yeah. Right now, let, let me just let me tell you, okay, Sebastian Rivera. He went to Northwestern. Well, first off, he went to CBA. It was a state champ in what year was that? Five years ago. Five years ago. Okay, whatever it is, fifteen. Yeah. All right. Then he went to Northwestern. Redshirt his first year. Yeah. First, then, then his second year, he was a, a retro freshman. He was at 125. He placed fifth. Yeah. All right. Then the next year, he went up. So he's a retro sophomore. At 133, he placed third. Then last he year was a COVID season. He, he won Big Tens, right. and he was number one seed going into the tournament. Didn't happen. Now, this year, he is at up away class again at 41. He's ranked, I think, number one right now. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was a high, and it depends where you're looking at. High but, likelihood yeah. he would have won it last year, though, right? Never got the he chance. He was number right? one seed. He beat, and he just previously just beat, I think, two and three. Yeah, and the Big Ten, and the Big Ten. COVID. He's probably really pissed at COVID. He's such yeah. a good. He, like honestly, he took this. I, I thought he would have been devastated, but he really just handled it like an uncontrollable. Wow. You know, he really did. Good. And then they gave him this year and now next year. So yeah, he kind of had to guess his year back. Why anyway. the Why the weight class change? He's getting bigger. Continues yeah. to grow, yeah. and he, and and he wants to enjoy the sport, and he hates right. cutting weight. Cutting weight. Yeah, yeah. So like he'd rather be able to train twice, three times a day, kind of like this guy. Right, you right. know what I mean? So he continues to just do that. You know, I, the best part is that he got that Northwestern degree. I mean, a lot of people overlook that, and they just like think about the wrestling part. I mean, wrestling is what we do. We have a wrestling school in our backyard. The kid grew up with that in his backyard. Mm-hmm. I always told him that there, you need that balance so we can have that, you know, you're going to be more than wrestling. When wrestling ends, you want to have more than that identity, you know. And uh, his wrestling will probably never end because of the way our life is. But I feel like that Northwestern showed him the possibilities of what are out there and the people. Yeah. He met incredible people there, you know. Um, he had incredible work experiences with alumni there. 
So that is he graduated from Northwestern. Yeah, he grad- he's doing a grad what was program. His, what was his major? Over there, it was a finance. Okay, it was in there, and 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 now he's doing like an international studies. But at the end of the day, you and you guys all know, and I know, it's not that paperwork. It's going to be who you know and sure, all that kind of, course, of stuff. Yeah. And I feel with that Northwestern degree, in addition to who we know, he's in a great yeah, place yeah. for himself. And honestly, without who we know, it's. At this point, it's who he knows. He's he's like got his own yeah. check mark on Instagram. He really does. Kid. He yeah. does, man. <laughs> you know, so it's uh. So I gotta ask Dad the 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 tough question. It's kind of a two part question, I guess. Does does Sebastian have any interest in possibly getting into MMA? And would you allow Sebastian to get yeah. into MMA? Well, at this point, I don't know if anybody would think that Steve would get in the way of anyone. I mean, yeah, right, the, you know, right. people's personal dreams. But you know, we, we have everything you need if that's what you're looking for you right. know but you like we talked about it before you have to want right you don't want to just fight because frankie edgar is one of right. our boys you right. know what right. i mean right. 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 but then we see him fight like frankie and i talk about it and frankie's like he definitely has the skill set yeah. you know mm-hmm. he, he 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 does this he does that and i'm like if he chooses to do this there's no doubt we're going to support him and i said to him the only way i'm doing it is if you're involved and yeah. he's like well i would never not be involved yeah, so, yeah. well then i guess then we're off to a good start right, you know what right, i mean right. so i mean i prefer him to go chase that northwestern rucker's degree success but if there's a window here where he can do his wrestling get olympic cycle in for puerto rico and yeah he's going to represent puerto rico in the olympics uh, uh, yeah. well, he qualified last for the last well 2020 um, he has to go qualify to weight class, right? Again, yeah. But no. now I think he has to go qualify for new weight class stuff. Yeah, so. but they're gonna send him this to like Italy in the spring. Oh, nice! And to qualify, try to qualify the the weight. So that will be a great experience. And these are just amazing experiences for him. And obviously, sure. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like, uh, I, I, it's not a tough question for me. The question is, is like, if he chooses to it, let's go. Yeah. Let's make sure we're Have doing you it. seen any interest thus far? Oh, he always. I mean, he, yeah. th- this is one of his idols. You know That's what awesome. I mean? That's awesome. So, and their friendship—you could see it. It's—it's it's not just because I'm here. They have mm-hmm. their own. Yeah. I mean, I felt like in the early days, I used to yell at Frankie like a little kid not to hurt my son because he was so rough with him. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he needs to yell at his kid not to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, but still, yeah, that is another funny part of it to like watch like me, Frankie, and Delafov like be guys that were whooping his ass for like decade yeah, yeah. and now like all of us it's like, crazy to me because i haven't dude. seen either one of your kids in many years but <laughs> they were both this big last yeah. time i saw him i mean yeah. they were just he was just a little rug rat running around he was riding his bike outside of the barn he wasn't inside wrestling i mean yeah. once in a while he might yeah. come in do a yeah. roll or something but he was outside riding his pedal bike around it's crazy now that he's dude, like I, 10 years ago literally 10 years ago he's on my house in roundtree yeah. Coming here, I remember beating him up in the front lawn in, in that living room because he's picking on his sister. Yeah, you know. And now it's like, geez, get off me, kids! It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. It is, you know. It's, it's great it, to see. It's a great experience. All these things, man, and all these Means things. We're getting old, boys. Yeah, but you know, as you get older, and and hopefully you can recognize this. You know, I got age on you guys a little bit, but. As we get older and you start to get where you thought you might want to be and all these things and you start to recognize and appreciate the little things, you know, the friendships, the accomplishments of those people and how you impact that and, you know, how that kid's in the Marines or this one's in the Navy. I get, like, text messages all the time from my my military guys, like, 
thank you, Steve. He's like, I'm in the middle of fucking the sand, you know, in my six foot dish. It's like fucking 150 degrees and it don't feel as bad as the barn. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. like those kind of comments are yesterday. I got a, a, a literally a call from a kid from Florida that's an entrepreneur now and he's doing great. But he just wanted to thank me. Well, he wanted to talk business first, but like he wanted to thank me for calling him soft back then. And like I I didn't. Like I told him, did you stick around? Because I don't really remember you all the, as thick as I n- remember my guys. Yeah. He's like, no, we had a short little stay together, but you impacted me with just that because I recognized there. Yeah. You know, I, I recognized what you were talking about. And ever since then, I've been chasing it. Does he, does he want to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him. I've been talking to him. He has a e-learning thing where he has like nasty. I think thing. champions are bred from that, right? Tough love, right? That's where the champs come from. They don't come from participation trophies. And you've never been a believer in I think in honesty. Yeah. I think it comes from right. honesty. Because in the old school, like OGs, when I was growing up, you had that... You know, parents were allowed to yell at you. Yeah. You know, you were allowed. Yeah, like, definitely in my house. Right? Definitely and not even your house. parent. Like, yeah. when you went to football, they grabbed your face yeah. mask if you were those guys, right? Yeah. And wrestling, Mr. Finley, he would curse at us and yeah. make us run, you know? Those moments in your life are what shaped us, probably all of us yeah. today, that have that on the line or at least know where the line is, right. you know? Right. So. Like that true honesty is hard to find in today's world because of all those participation trophies and stuff. And it's not for everyone because not everybody wants to hear the ugly truth. Yeah. You know? But we can't improve ourselves if we don't hear the ugly truth. Generally speaking, not. Yeah, no. Not not, not soloing anybody out, but generally speaking, do you think kids are softer today? Yeah. It's not that they're softer. It's because kids are kids. So no one could say that they're softer. It, they're less likely to be in tune with violence or physical contact when I meet them. Yeah. But I fix that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, there's no doubt. Like when you met a Frankie Edgar, this yeah. dude couldn't get your hand. You, like he had your hands on you. Yeah. They, they, like today, I literally yesterday was this kid was wrestling and he was beating the other kid without using his hands. <laughs> literally. Just they were both five years old, you know, little yeah. kids. And he's literally not using his hands, just using his hips. And I'm like, dude, you're winning with just your hips. Imagine if you use your yeah, hands. Right, you know right. what I mean? Because it's not inbred in them. To know to do that like it is in us. Right. You know, right. it was a more right. physical society back then. I lived on Little Mill Street in Maine, where I grew up. I lived there for half my life. I didn't move to Jersey until I was 22 or 23. And, I mean, it was just a rough street, but it was it was good. You were tough, you know? Like, you'd, you'd go and you'd play Tin Can Alley every night. You'd get skun up, and then maybe maybe Larry Murphy from up the street would want to fight you. You know what yeah. I mean? You'd have to fight Larry Murphy, and then... <laughs> You know, then Willard, you know, it was, it was, but it made you tough. You know what I mean? It made you tough. What's Tin Can Murphy? Or tin, tin Can Alley. Alley. Or tin Can Alley. Tin can you know Alley. what that is? Hey, well, yeah, it it was a, Kick the Can. Yes, yeah, Kick the Can, basically. Uh, no, no, I, listen, that must be yeah. the 70s decade. I, I missed out. <laughs> you played play Tin Can, can Alley every, no, every night, man. You put a can in the middle of a driveway, then you all hide. You got one person that has to, like, figure out where people are, but you got to guard the you got to guard the can. I'll yeah. never forget. I was with somebody. This is, this is a little <laughs> different from kicking the can, but they knew there was a coffee can on the curb, yeah. and they it, knew it was concreted to the curb. Oh. And I was like, yo, kick that can. Oh. The fucking dude ran over, kicked the fuck out of it. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> That's cruel. Man. Yeah. This uh, yeah, is yeah. evil. Right I, was, I was fucking probably going to kick it, too. Yeah. I was just, you know. Louise. Louise. <laughs> And that's like, you hear his stories, right? Like, even like Frankie in general. Like, there's stories like in the early days of high school where I'm, 
meant you know we're, we're our friendships just blooming and stuff and you know he's he's a crazy high school kid and he's got his pimped out vehicles back in the day <laughs> and stuff and you know like just all those little things and you know one day i just one that comes to mind it's not a bad one but the situation and that's what i mean our friendship i like his mom calls me up because he's at a party and she wants me to go to this party it's a high school party i'm like 20 freaking eight years old you know what i mean mm-hmm. But sure enough, Mary, I'm going to do it for you, honey. <laughs> and I literally go to that cul-de-sac near the mall there. Yeah, Penny Lane. And I freaking <laughs> knock on the door, and I'm like, Frankie, I get here, and they're like, who the hell's this guy, man? And I sure enough pull him out of that party, put him in my car, we go for a ride, yeah, yeah. have a heart-to-heart, talk about good decisions in life. That's amazing. Fucking drop his ass back off, and I'm like, like, yeah. I made some good decisions that yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. But, but like, he couldn't give him a ride though when he was thirteen, yeah. and he had to run, had to run eight miles to get laid. He couldn't. Yeah. He weren't around to give him a ride then. Not that night, you know. He went knowing he didn't need a ride that night. Yeah, he, was yeah. on, he was on cloud nine. Maybe, maybe on the way home. He's a little tired on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, just uh, yeah. It's life experiences and all these different things, and now being parents as you guys are, it's it's neat to watch this evolution of the human spirit, man. man. Yeah. And and in our crowd, you know, with the energy that you bring yeah. in from where you are on that outside in, and then our side where we are, and then him being like the center, like he brings so many different crowds around mm-hmm. him. It's so awesome too. You know what I mean? And and like you say, they're so genuine beginnings. Yep. You know, like you in the barn, fucking coming there, fucking huge as shit. I'm like, who's this monster, man? <laughs> Doing wheelies down the street, you know. Yeah. And that's like the I was one- I was a probably I don't know you know I was a big guy back then, strong order, but I had no fucking idea what I was doing. None. I had I had no wrestling. No, I wasn't an athlete in any stress, but. I was like, I was such a fan of his. Yeah. And when I heard it was starting off, Jesse told me, he's like, bro, we're going to go. And Jesse's like, he's in good shape. He's like agile. He's a little dude and shit. So I was like the big guy over there. I always tell the story. Frankie always paired me up with the, with the huge kid. I always got the huge kid, (laughs) you know? Yeah, that kid was big as fuck. He was big. Yeah, I know. I carried him around that gym every freaking night. He did. But, you know, you guys, like, that was the, like, what a great experience Michael. that was for all of us. Yeah, but I heard he, he leaned up. I heard he lost a ton yeah, he of got, weight. Yeah, he, got, he was young. Dude. He was yeah, young. Yeah. I think he was in high school. Bro, he weighed yeah. three bills. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And I also remember a story back then is like you crashing on your bike. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it was like. Like I, I was a big fan of Frankie, and this is early in his career. This is like you know he was yeah. fighting like the Tyson Griffins back then and shit. But you know I I knew him through mutual friends, and I would actually see him out in Seaside occasionally, and I'd I'd go up and say like what's up, but I never wanted to be that annoying guy. But I was a fan. I was like, man, it'd be so cool to be friends with like Frankie Edgar. So then when when you know Jesse told me about the school, we started going over there training and stuff. I knew he had a bike. I knew he had a motorcycle, and I'm like, I'm pretty fucking good on the bike. Right? <laughs> yeah, you are. So he had that CBR 600, and it just happened to work out that one day I rode my bike there. Frankie showed up on his bike, so I was like, Oh shit, we're probably gonna get out of here about the same time. I'll ride home with Frankie. So I was putting on a murder session on the way home, <laughs> and crazy. I ate shit. I I, I stunned it a little too hard, and I ended up crashing. He said that you were killing yeah. it. Though. Well, he rode a wheelie from Jackson to Tom's River. <laughs> no, fuck, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It's like holy fuck. <laughs> All sweaty and fucking, yeah. but I was like, now it's now I'm going to show him what I can do, right? Try to impress him, but I ended up fucking eating shit and crashing and Getting going to the there. hospital. Yeah. Actually, 
I actually crashed, and I knew immediately that I broke my collarbone. I knew just because I couldn't lift my arm up. You know, it wasn't I wasn't in pain. The adrenaline was pumping so hard. It wasn't even a bad crash, honestly, compared to some of them I had. It's maybe I don't, doing like 45, 50 maybe, but I, I I wasn't that good with a handbrake at the time. I don't know. You guys don't even know what I'm talking about, but handbrake to control your back brake, which kind of keeps you at your balance point when you're doing like a high chair wheelie or, okay. or wheelie at 12 o'clock. Anyway. A car, I was coming up on a car, and and I was trying to time it so that I could go out around and pass this car. Well, I they I think they saw me in the rear view and they slowed down, so I got too close to them. So I stood at too tall and my I, I slapped the ass end. As soon as I slapped the ass end, it knocked my foot off, and then I just went down on a ton. And he almost ran me over. Yeah, I, yeah. I broke my collarbone like the second I hit. I felt, I felt yeah. it like I knew it broke, but I stood up, got the bike up, and then I was like. You can't act like a bitch in front of Frankie. Can't act like a bitch in front he of Frankie. He was so impressed, yeah. bro. Yeah, 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 I hate yeah. to scream in there, but he was so impressed because so, that's how the story goes to me. He's like, that motherfucker got up. Yeah, we, we before, loaded- I could, before I could park my bike, get off, and he was fucking up. Picking up he was trying to ditch it into the bushes. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, no, we got to hide the bike, hide the bike. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think anybody's coming, bro. I don't know. You called... You called um, Kurt, yeah, yeah. Kurt showed up with his pickup. Pick up. We, we all picked, picked up it up. His fucking threw it bike. Back I don't know how to fuck. We they gave me a ride home. We unloaded it, and as soon as they drove off, I was like, "I gotta drive myself <laughs> to the hospital now." I fucking drove myself to the hospital in eighty in a 1982 Volkswagen Diesel Rabbit with a four speed stick <laughs> shifting like this. I drove, my, I drove myself to the emergency room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, man, yeah. So you wanted to impress Frankie. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's one of the original stories. And then you know, we used to always see you out too at at, at, at in Seaside yep. at that uh, Sawmill Carmine's place. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 true what was Carmel. that called? No, 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 no. The next restaurant next door. Next door. Rosa, oh, right? uh, De, uh, yeah, no, what was that called? Saver, Saver, right? No. Saver Lounge. Saver Lounge. Lounge. Then yeah, it changed yeah. to whatever no. you were trying to say. It did. It changed. It some before that. And then oh, was, was it before? Lounge. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Have you guys been to his place, Modena's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but good. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. yeah. I went there probably last think, last summer. Yeah. Did you? It is yeah, good. Not two summers ago. Not last summer. Two summers ago. Where is that? Modena. Masquan. A bit. Before that one, Brielle. Brielle. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get off of the right on seventy one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah, yep. nice place, good vibe in there too. Yeah, My buddy, sure. um, Burger Buff, you know, um, the Christian Coronado's buddy. Yeah, yeah. Bur- yeah. Anyway, he's on Instagram as Burger Buff. Um, Nick, he's uh, he's doing. He's got like pop up burger joint. I'll give Nick a shout out, Burger Buff on Instagram. I love burgers, bro. He needs bro, a, he, he makes pop up in yeah. my house. He does when, these uh, does these pop ups where essentially he just sets up or utilizes the kitchen for like two or three hours. And he pre-sells tickets for his meals, his burger meals. Bro, he sells out in like fucking hours. But like where? Hours. Like, where? Like only oh, in Jersey? Well, he's going to be at Modena next week. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. Nah, next he week. He puts it yeah. up. He puts his little ad up. And he's like, you know, I got whatever, 75 spots available. And they literally sell out. And like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to get the, the VIP, bro. The yeah, VIP yeah, list. yeah. Nick, hook us up. We're going to come see you. Actually, you can't eat a burger right now. We'll come no, see I'm you saying, after yeah, the fight. Yeah, that's what I mean, after. After, after the fight. Something to look yeah. forward to. So with that, Frankie, coming into fight, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. You know, uh, weight is good. Weight is on point, right where I need to be. And my descent plan. Um, honestly, yeah. I'm at my part in my camp where, like, I feel like I, I'm waking up in the morning before my alarm goes off. I'm not so beat from the day before. You That's know? good. Like I feel like I'm right, resting my, my, Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I think my my conditioning is catching up. You know. Good. Good. Part of the plan to go in there with a savage woolly beard on this one because that's what's maybe like. yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I just you know 
I was trying to get into PE tomorrow on Friday, but I couldn't get in, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it going. Maybe you're I might. I might rock it. Right. I might. I might do the whole beard. And it's so funny the hair, you know, the the tan. Uh, the hair, the, I don't like the hair. Yeah. Yeah, the, like, the curly hair one. Like, well, I'm just no, saying, like it seems one. to vary. I didn't like know? the outcome of that fight, but well, I didn't like the hair. And they keep fucking using that poster for shit. I'm like, dude, yeah. enough, <laughs> enough already. All right. They do keep using. They do. It. They dude, do. Dude, it's like, man, they did you dirty, bro. They fucking <laughs> using curly hair, bro. They fucking screech. Yeah, so so let's get into that just a little, because uh, you know I don't see you every day. I know a lot of people. Think <laughs> yeah. I got a que- I got other questions. I haven't seen you, so let's Go let's uh, shoot, pal. So so with the with the fight game, where it is in your existence at this point, and as much as it's evolved, where do you see the next set of super killers changing the game? I, I you know it, it's uh. I don't know if you could change it. It's just getting more fluid. You know what I mean? I do. Um, I mean, I think it's just going to keep getting more fluid and fluid. You know, you're seeing guys that could do it all nowadays. I mean, if you're the top 15 in the UFC, you could you could pretty much do it all. Uh, but I think you're just going to see people be able to, you know, interchange all the disciplines better as we go. That's that's how it can get. That's the only way it can get better. Guys are. I mean. You know they're getting more athletic. That's just gonna happen, and just generations get more athletic. You know, with science, training, whatever. Um, which is scary. I don't know. How, you know, you look at basketball, or even look at boxers in the fucking early like the twenties, and you look at boxers now, like holy yeah. shit, they used to stand f- like yeah, this, right? <laughs> or look at basketball, and, and the same thing. You know, and and UFC you can say you know from ninety three to now. I mean, thirty years or whatever. It's like holy shit, it's crazy. Uh, so, you know, are they going to get even more athletic? Probably, but I feel like that, but I wonder this, this is what I'm saying. This is another thing. Hang on. Cause like, I do feel like this, like we say, everyone could do everything. You're going to be good at everything, but is the specialist, 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 specialist. <laughs> is the specialist still what gonna? Buzz, what, what helmet did you wear? On yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the specialist gonna, you know, yeah. still find its way? Like say these guys in the future, right? In the future, they could fucking, they're, it seamlessly transition from standing to wrestling to jiu-jitsu, right? But then there's just that one dude that's just a hammer at wrestling that they can't take him down or that they can't stop him from taking him down. You know what I mean? That's, well, I think uh, that's why, they, like, that's always going to be the fight in MMA. I feel I like when guys, I feel like when guys do things that other fighters maybe, you know, it's not like they invented a move. It was there, but they just capitalized that they use it. I'm trying to think of something. Anderson Silva with a clinch. You know what I mean? Like he would clinch mm. guys and beat them up. Yeah, or, he did a couple or, times. Or you know? spinning back fist. You know, they came out of nowhere. Or the front kick, Leo yeah, Machida. Yeah. Then people just started. They're like, start oh, doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I'm I gonna do. add that to my arsenal. Yeah, you know, so I do. I, but but is that like a strategic thing? You know. I don't know. I mean, like, is that like I something? Like after, as, as he after who did it first, is Leo or Anderson? With the or was it? I don't. I forget who uh, threw the first uh, one. But then Anderson, I think Anderson. People and started mimicking it, and you started seeing people get kicked, you know, knocked out with front yeah. kicks to the face, which yeah. you never. Really I mean, saw before, not as though. much, you know, yeah. as a right hand and a left hand and a right. head kick. That's what I'm saying. You know, what, but it was yeah. a specialty move yeah, where right, not right, everybody right. threw it. You know? Well, yeah, no, I think you're always going to see stuff that people do, and then they're like, like I mean, the Showtime kick. I was just gonna say yeah. that, like that's yeah. so lucky. We, I, I always, you, you would Benson hope we. But you see people yeah. try it. Yeah. 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 Zabit does it all the time. He'll, he'll even yeah. he does. Too. He'll even boom to a punch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. So if any, yeah, of course, I think that's just gonna be the way it goes. Like, it's kind of like a dunk. You know, people see the fucking, yeah. you know, windmill dunk. Boom! Oh shit! I'm gonna try that. What you know? is the the latest craziest one you can think of? Uh, the one that stands out. It was it was only a few UFCs ago, and I forgive me, I can't remember either fighter's name. 
but where the guy caught the caught the kick. Yeah, held Buckley, it, Buckley, and he did the spinning spin kick back. around. Yeah, while yeah. I was hold, holy. I mean, is shit, that a move? Bro. That's not. A, I mean, I guess it's a move. That's just you're just a opportunity. That's just opportunistic athlete. But I mean, the, reaction, the, the reaction moment, on you know? that time, Amazing. the reaction yeah. on yeah, that yeah, time it was on great. That was, it was like, great. Are you gonna be able, like? Are you gonna? Are we gonna see that more often? Probably not. I'm saying. I don't know, man. You you started seeing. That's what I mean, though. It's not. It's not like throwing a front kick is one thing as catching and jumping. But you're talking about the showtime kick. I think that's trickier than that kick. There's a lot of heels that are caught. Fights. The eh. Showtime kick was like one in a billion, man. Yeah, yeah. Billion, no, no, I see what you're mean? saying. And yeah. Uriah kind of did the front kick when you were holding your leg, and then he would bring that knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So different. So yeah. that yeah. guy there, I mean, that athleticism is impressive. Oh, yeah, come on, man. Sick, man. Yeah, that's sick. that's not common stuff. Yeah. So I, that was just one thing that I always wonder as I'm watching this game evolve. I do believe though, the, it's just like the combat hands, sports. The like hands, the, but they're they're just in my opinion. I watch on the weekends when I watch these guys sparring stuff. The hands, the hands change the game in so many manners because the guys that are really good in their hands, they they're committed to punch you, and that opens up the body for mm-hmm. the wrestling part, right? And then you see the other guys that maybe aren't so great in their hands and they're always looking for that opportunity down there. You know what I mean? Or they're thinking the kick instead. I feel like that's what changed his whole game. He knew how to wrestle. And then when his hands came, then it was like, Frankie, man, you got to stop thinking you're going to punch a guy because we're staying. And like he said, you only become, and that's the other part of this. This is the yin and yang. You only become a strong puncher if you stay in the pocket and sit into your punches. But then when you do that, you're leaving yourself open for wrestling takedowns. You know what I mean? So it's a catch-22 and then the timing and all those things. It's chess. It's chess. Yes, 100%. But I do believe that the hands, just like wrestling, you always start on your feet. You know what I mean? So, like, you got to be good at neutral. And and in fighting, neutral is hands up and good wrestling defense. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I I, I do believe the hands, like, as time's going on, as you're watching these younger comes up, they have all the skills you're saying, but I do believe that there's a bigger, wider group of athletes that are coming up with more tuned hands, Mm. even when they're young. Well, yeah, and they're, I mean, they're putting it together with, wrestling yeah. so, so well too you know i mean they they didn't learn they learned striking with takedowns they didn't learn striking and then they learned takedowns like most people back yeah. in the day they're, they're learning striking with I mean, takedowns. Your, your upcoming fight is kind of that san higgins relatively new and you're an og and you're you're kind of taking on the new up-and-comer you know mm-hmm. and i'm saying i mean we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see how that plays out it's kind of the epic we were just talking about new skill but they're sets they're gonna be using yeah, young uh, fighters yeah, yeah okay yeah I guess so you're yeah. the OG in the game and you're going up against the guy I mean that spinning heel kick that he had against Marlon was pretty I mean not the guys don't do it but that was pretty yeah, impressive I mean, it's pretty common. Marlon usually it's does it common yeah right Marlon does it you know right. what I mean yeah yeah it was kind of like when Mirko Kokop Got, got head kicked. Got head kicked. Yeah, yeah. By whatever his name is from Boston. I forget his name. Though. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. From, Jesus. It was right. like. Remember that? Did, did that really happen? Yeah. I thought Mirko broke his leg in yeah. that. Remember? He was like all. He was like a pretzel. Oh, yeah. The yeah, way yeah, he was laid up with his yeah. ankle and his yeah. heel rolled up. Bro, that happened to me when I fought. Even Maynard. Herb Dean was looking at it like, oh my. And he yeah. like pulled his leg out yeah. from under him. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. That's what happened when I fought Maynard the, the, the second time. I fell on my ankle. And I, I remember when I came to in the fourth round. Like damn, why the fuck does my ankle hurt? I had no idea what happened. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? But yeah, and I fell back. I, I dude, I, I was a bad sprain. Was that when you did the rollout and landed? No, kind of landed back but on your feet? no, yeah. but it was in the process of uh, that, you know. So yeah, you're, you're just built different, son. You are. You it are. Is. 
I'm and built to take a beating. That's not a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, if you were built to take a beating, you you would just lose a lot. You win, bro. You really yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, but you, I could take a beating. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. part of the game, though. Like there's there's not too many guys in the UFC that haven't proven they could take a beating to yeah. be where they got. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that ladder is built by beatings and giving them and getting. Right. Well, it's like Hens always says, you get you, you're the either the hammer or the nail. Yeah. And you gotta hang in long enough while you're the nail, so you could eventually yeah, beat a hammer. Right, yeah. right, right. It's a fact. And then that gig, I mean, you've outlasted so many. You think back to the early days of the guys, like even just Tyson or Hermes, and you're like, we haven't seen those guys in ten years. You know what I mean? I asked him about Hermes not too long ago. You said you saw him a few years back, I think. Somewhere? Yeah, I saw him in in Russia. He fought. Yeah. He fought on a card out in Russia, and. uh it looked like he didn't train much yeah. at the time, Definitely and he, he took a he took a beating. It was crazy, bro. It was like fucking so lopsided. Really, like this one team and, versus like wow. non-Russians, and they got fucking hammered. I mean, Russians are damn good, but right. these dudes didn't look that good. They were fighting. Really? Hey, and uh, you know, just to reverse a little bit here, going back to these kids because everybody gives these kids these props. These youngsters coming up, and I'm an o- older old G. All right, your Frankie Edgar you get in this game. There's not a Frankie Edgar in your gym. Yeah. Today you go right. to a gym and your first day, if he likes you, you might get to fucking right. spar with Frankie Edgar. Right, right. You know, so these young guys that are coming up with all these crazy skill sets and these abilities, hopefully someone's out there recognizing how that's happening. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got all these experienced guys that are leading these yeah. gyms, and these young guys come in, and then they get the opportunity to. To, to weigh against that. And I watch that right now with this great young man. I'm not going to name him, but uh, on Saturdays we see him with Frankie. And, you know, he 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 goes in there and know that Frankie's going to freaking kill him. Yeah. I mean, honestly. But you know what? He shows up and tells me. I'm like the old guy, man. Like, you don't have to tell me shit. He comes up to me and he's like, I just want you to know, you know, I watched a fight, some fights and, you know, some of the stuff I'm throwing out there is stuff that I'm watching. So I just want you to know I'm invested in him. And I was just like, dude, I don't even know you, but I love you. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's awesome. And that's just great. And But but there's a young man that's recognizing what he's getting, yep. so he's trying to give back without even asking for a sure. pat on the back because sure. I'm sure he didn't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's those kind of things that I feel like a lot of you guys, not you guys, but the media always plays the old guy against the young guy. But the truth of the matter is these young guys are so good because our old guys are so giving. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and not enough credit's given to that, even right. with the young wrestlers. Like, you got wrestlers. I have wrestlers that are, like, in fucking eighth grade that I struggled taking down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, he, I outweigh the kid, like, 10 pounds, and the other yeah. day I'm, like, shooting, he's fucking putting his head in my face. He's willing to cut mm-hmm. himself to stop my takedown. Kid's only freaking... 15. Well, they can only know? be one of certain people. They can, I mean, there can only be one Hoist Gracie, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and everybody yeah. learned from him, you know what I mean? Everybody. He inspired so many fighters to get in there. So, yeah. No, but you're always, you're always, you're learning. If you're in the combat work, you know, in the wrestling, especially the wrestling world, but even the combat world, you're, you're you know, you always pay it forward because you're learning from fucking somebody. Right. Dude. Yeah. You learn something from somebody. You know, there's no way you're in there inventing shit on your own. Right. So I just wish a little bit more credit out there, people that are listening. Yeah. You know, as and, and, and me being part of an OG camp, I just a little bit more credit to these OG guys that are out there creating these young monsters yep. that we're all enjoying trying to come and take the blood of our OGs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's just get that out there in the universe. That's <laughs> all. That's all. Yeah, man. Amen. Amen. A woman. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Don't start, pal. Don't start. 
How silly. I'll walk right out of here. Walk right out of here. Well, Steve, man, um, definitely awesome having a couch. Some great stories, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, appreciate you guys having yeah, me out. And yeah. honestly, anytime I can uh, reminisce with Frankie Egger and talk about the times that we've had and yeah, Raj and discuss, it's just uh, <laughs> you know, it's just continuing the journey. A pleasure. Yeah, it was an honor yeah. and a pleasure, man. And we'll, always, we'll all always. be uh, you know watching Sebastian's career evolve too. So can't wait to see where that goes and yep. what he does. Yeah, appreciate kids, it, guys. kids a hammer, kids a hammer. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Is that what we say? <laughs> <laughs> Turn on your notification bell. Turn your notification bell. <laughs> and uh, slide in Roger's DM. He, uh, he <laughs> loves. Yeah. He loves uh, tan guys. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Peace. <laughs>